Hello and welcome to Winging It Podcast, episode 39, Travelling with Pete Coxbach. Pete is a podcast host for the Travel Wins podcast, and he's on here today to talk about that said podcast and also his own personal travel history. Pete, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing well, James. How are you doing, buddy? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks. Thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. So, yeah, no, Karen, sorry. (laughs) No, no. Keep going, bro. Um, I was going to say, so... I'm actually pretty pleased you're coming on because uh, you've got a bit of reputation, I think, I've, from what I've read, and then for some of your subscribers and followers that you do get quite a few um, listens and downloads on your podcast. And I thought, right, I need to get Pete on and talk about his podcast. Um, <laughs> it's a bit inspirational. I, lo- I love looking at people's like stories in terms of podcasts. So what inspired yeah. you, first of all, your own podcast? What is the subject and the mantra of your own podcast, The Travel Wins? Uh business travel so I, I try to interview people that that travel for their work whether they're you know, athletes business people entertainers so and i picked that because that's what i do for a living my, my day job is i'm an outside salesperson yeah. and i'm on and i'm on the road quite a bit and i i actually got started because i talked to a friend in england okay uh, north yeah. of london okay. and uh, he, had, he had just started a podcast and i listened to the very first episode and it was about self-help and betterment, self-betterment. Yeah. But then he brought up the subject on his podcast with his friend about MMA, mixed martial arts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he became impassioned. And I'm like, wow. Like, so I, I, I DM'd him after. I said, hey, man, great episode. I, you might want to think about doing an MMA podcast, though. And he okay. goes, oh, my God, you're, you're the first one to ever say that because that's what I was thinking about doing because that's what I really love. And, and so he started his own podcast. And... Yeah. Um, he, dude, he's gone on to be a, a ringside reporter at Cage of Fear at some of the, the English um, pr- productions. He's met several of the fighters and interviewed them. And mm-hmm. he's, been, he's been an accredited member of the press in England. Oh, wow. He's done a right, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. same way. So, so he goes, yeah, you should start your own podcast. I'm like, ah, I don't know what to do. And so I, 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 found, I realized when I sat down and thought about it, that most of the people I meet are like myself and we travel for work. Yeah. So I thought, well, let me, let me interview them. So the first couple of people were my friends. Yeah. I think that's kind of where I'm at in terms of like most of my guests, my friends, I think you're, you're only one of very, very few people I don't know. And uh, has someone, there's someone I've reached out to. So yeah, I think that's my next stage is trying to get to that, like next level of trying to get to, People who are wanting the podcast for their, their dep- depends on how many friends you have, but yeah, I ran out. Yeah, you <laughs> ran out. Good. I got about ten episodes in and went, man, I need to start. I need to reach out. But <laughs> it was, it's the coolest thing because I, at podcasting, you know, I started two and a half years ago. Yeah, and even back then, podcasting was a, a legitimate, viable media source where mm-hmm. I didn't get laughed at. You know, and I think if you would have gone back. Eight years ago, people were like, oh, "I don't do podcasts." Right. You would have, you would never have gotten a celebrity on a podcast. And I think Joe Rogan and some of the other podcasts like that, and the numbers that they pull, because mm. it's all that's all it is. It's just everyone wants numbers. Yeah, it's crazy numbers. I mean, especially look at Joe Rogan's it's like bloody yeah. honest. It's different level, yeah. but um, yeah, yeah. I think what inspired me is I think a bit like you, where I love travel, and I tried going to the writing sphere. I, I just can't write. I'm pretty useless. Um, <laughs> so I thought, well, that, that's kind of like, I can jot stuff down, but I can never release anything. 
even though yeah. I'm trying to write a book at the minute. But I was like, oh, what's, what's the next option? I thought, well, let's talk about it and get people on to talk about their story. So, See, I'm yeah, the same way. Yeah, I, okay. I, 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 yeah. People were like, oh, you should do a blog. I'm like, I'm not blogging. Oh, it's uh, been done. I think blogging's been done. Well, even um, if it's not been done, and there's, I, there's still a viable option because some people like to read things. Yeah, you true. Know? Yeah. But it's just not for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this is my 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 fun part. So yeah, yeah, if absolutely. I, if I don't enjoy it, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, it's weird. I can read books, but I can't read blogs. I don't know why that that's different. I don't know if you're the same as that, but I can't really work that one out. Yeah, I I see. I don't. I, it's I have a, a short attention span when I'm reading okay. blogs and stuff like that. So if I'm if I'm reading it, and I'm just like, oh, they're just droning on. I'm like, nope, next. It's too I, easy to hit next. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. Uh, it goes back to my music days when I was at college. That um, like new songs nowadays, ten seconds. If it's not gripping me anyway, I'm done. Right. So like even the modern generation can't listen to albums anymore because the first song, if it's not good. They're not interested, right? But back in the day, I, uh, I imagine people did listen I, to albums. I've talked to a lot of the the um, uh, musicians on my show, and yeah. we talk about that. You know, like I remember, uh, and uh, so I had Maxi Priest on my show, reggae oh, reggae singer, yeah. Yeah. Grammy Grammy nominated. I was a huge fan in the '90s. So when I talked to him on my show, I was like, "Oh, you're yeah." yeah. And um, but we talked about that because I, I go, I listened to his his album that he came out in '91. And I listened to the entire cassette. Mm -hmm. I mean, because you couldn't fast forward cassettes. No. I mean, you could fast forward, but you'd miss. So anyway, you it, would just listen right. to yeah. the entire. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like that. Now you can buy one song. Yeah, one song. And you can accumulate a like your own playlist of just the one yeah. song from each album, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just a, it's a, it's a new world that, that's changing into. Because when I was at Music College like 10 years ago, it was starting to switch because during my degree, it went from um, sort of, you know, live was kind of good, you know, but it was nowhere near record sales, but then it switched. So live gigs and live tours yeah. started to generate more money than paid records, right? And it switched when I was in, de in the degree, and it's kind of been the same trend now since. So that was an interesting time to try and understand what, what's going on. But well, I talked to him actually because my, the first, one of the first two albums I bought was Bob Marley's, uh, uh, Rostamon vibration mm -hmm. and I was I, 13 or 14 and you know and you would put it on the record player and you would just listen to it yeah yeah I mean you would you wouldn't get up to switch a song and pick it up and move the needle <laughs> over yeah so you end up learning the song and then they had the lyrics and the liner notes so you would sit there and just read the line the, the lyrics yeah yeah that ain't, it's not like that anymore it's not no it's a totally but, different world my, my actual, before we move on to your podcast, my first tape. So I am old enough to remember tapes. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm early 30s. So I grew up in as a real child in like the 90s and early 2000s. But my first tape was Blink 182, yeah. All the Small Things. And I remember, yeah. yeah, great album. Yeah, yeah. I remember getting the tape and it comes in a little cardboard holder, right? And you, you slot it out and put it in your tape recorder and, and play it, right? Yeah. And, just think how far that that's not that long ago i mean what 20 years ago how know. far it has changed like even generation z say wouldn't have a clue what that even means well, but yeah you remember I, I remember ipods yes i had an ipod yeah 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 yeah. i mean i remember when i got my ipod i was like oh, oh. 
<laughs> you know, yeah. it's got all my albums on it. It's yeah. this big. Now, now everything's on my phone. Yeah, everything. It's crazy. Not just music, right? <laughs> Every, yeah, everything. Um, so where where are you currently based at the minute? Um, I'm in the, in Los in Angeles the world. area. Los Angeles area. Los Angeles, California, uh, just south of LAX and Redondo Beach. So. And how's COVID been like for you the last, I guess, two years, approaching two years? Well, California's been pretty, pretty, pretty strict. You know, yeah. um, a year ago they they shut down everything: the beaches, the parks. You know, you you really weren't supposed to go anywhere unless you had to. Even so, the beaches, you couldn't go to the beach. Nope, they were arresting people on the beach. Basically. They were arresting they were arresting moms that went to parks to play with their kids. That's mental. Like it's an open space. <laughs> It's not. <laughs> you find out what's really open and what's not open. Oh wow, that's crazy. Okay. Yeah, they so arrested they arrested people surfing in the water. That is, I didn't even know that. That's crazy. Yeah, like how much COVID's being spread in the water? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, I mean, LA's we're 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 on lo- not lockdown that like that, but you know, yeah, you, you if yeah. In LA City, we have different regulations, and we have LA County, which has di- different regulations, and then mm-hmm. California State is different. So it's just it's crazy to think like you have to look up to see where you know what are the regulations for each wherever you might go or whatever you're going to do. So is each county different in terms of rules? Each county is different. Wow. And then and within LA County, LA City is even stricter. Right. Okay. And. So, it's it's weird. I think a lot of my, I guess, European UK followers probably don't know what county is, but obviously you've got the federal and the and the state laws, right? And I guess yeah. they're broken down into counties because they're like pockets of areas that people live in, right? Yeah, I think there's. Well, I mean, like you have San Diego County, yeah. which has two million people. You have Orange County, which has about two million people. Yeah, uh, LA County's got twelve million. Um, wow. Yeah. Ventura County, Santa Barbara County. So it's just the, the pockets in Riverside County, all the different areas. And then you have cities within each of those counties, and then they can have their own rules. Yep. Most of the cities will follow the county rules. So, but LA okay. City's so big, I think, um, that they, they've got their own board of supervisors and they set things up the way they want to do it. Okay. And I guess if you went to different states, I don't know if you're going to Oregon or Nevada. Yeah, whatever. Vegas is different. Tennessee. I've been to Tennessee and Vegas um, and, and Texas since yeah. COVID. And every single one of them is different. Yeah. I mean, Tennessee, it's mask is optional. Okay. Uh, Texas, same way. Uh, Vegas was, was not optional, but a lot of people weren't wearing them. <laughs> that sounds like a UK. Though. I went back there uh, last month. It says on the door, wear a mask. No one's wearing masks, so yeah, yeah, crazy times. So has that yeah, affected my... your like travel? I guess a lot, a yeah. lot for so, your job as well, right? Yeah, my my day job, like I said, I'm an outside sales rep, so I I sell to uh, Western retail stores throughout California and Hawaii, mm-hmm. and I haven't been to Hawaii since COVID because those stores have one store closed up, went yeah. out of business. Yeah, um, the other ones are, are, I mean, their business over there is all tourists, and if there's no yes. tourists allowed. They don't need to see me and sell them stuff. Um, in California, it's been pretty, pretty tough. But I mean, there are opportunities. I've had a good year this year, so I can't complain. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, yeah. Hawaii had that weird period of time where they 
had too many tourists locked down and then loads of tourists came over and then they're worried because there's too many tourists going over right and they start to say that don't come over here but yeah you had to be quarantined for two weeks yeah yeah you know because my my wife's friend lives over on oahu and she was like yeah come over just during the main lockdown Mm. i go i go wenny if you're gonna go over you gotta be in her her condo for two weeks you're not allowed to go anywhere like yeah. you've got to be quarantined for two weeks and they were tracking people and arresting them yeah they have the apps right do you have an app to track you yeah yeah well I, they did in hawaii so yeah yeah we've experienced that because we've somehow gone back to uk twice during covid and every time we come back we've got this app to fill out where we're going to be staying and they do check yeah. up on you it's pretty intense yeah same thing on the planes when, when you and i don't know if they're doing it now but when you come back into California, they were making you fill out a form saying, where have you been? Or do you yeah. feel sick? Yeah. That way they could track if someone on the plane got sick, they could see who else was on that plane and then track them. Yeah, we had that. And technically, technically I lied because I had a, I had a cold. <laughs> but it's not worth me saying, have you got symptoms? Well, I have. Yeah, I've got, I've got like a yeah. bit of a throat and a bit of a nose. But if I say yes, it's just a whole... Is it worth it? Yeah. yeah. So I just said, hey, nah. do you, yeah. Do you have a headache? It's like, yeah, I'm married. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. So it's like, I, I, I don't know. Anyways. I, yeah. I think COVID it, is a bit depressing, isn't it? I think we should move on to your podcast. It, I think. No, you know, it was interesting because like when, uh, when I was traveling, uh, when we, when we reopened the state and I started traveling again for my day job, a lot, I mean, a lot of the hotels, you know, uh, nothing was open. Like you couldn't, mm-hmm. the hotel was open, but like the restaurants weren't open. Yeah. Um, you couldn't go in into it inside the gas station. If you did, you couldn't use the restrooms. And if you're a traveling salesperson and you can't find a restroom, the restaurant, the, the fast food restaurant, weren't, you weren't allowed to go inside of them, only drive through only. Mm-hmm. Well, where do you go? Where do you use the restroom if you got to go really bad? Yeah, yeah. I guess outside, it's on the street. Yeah, I mean, you you <laughs> yeah. laugh. You drive for six hours. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I gotta yeah. go. Every place I went to four gas stations. No one would let me in. That's mental, isn't it? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think about it when you leave because you're just like, oh, let's go to the gas station or go to a fast food place. And yeah, 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 absolutely. They're all, when they're not open, there's nowhere to go to the bathroom. That's mental. Because also... and then and then and then my wife goes, imagine being a girl. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> that's a yeah. whole different that's issue. A... Yeah, that's new. That's a new issue. That I think. Yeah, yeah. A lot of what I say, admin, a lot of administration involved. You've got to adhere to the rules and meet up yeah. in a public space. Ah, it's not even worth it. Not even worth it. Yeah, yeah. So it it was interesting going back on the road. It's it's opened up now a little bit, a little bit more so, but it's there's still. I mean, it's still a factor. It's, it's weird. How has that affected your podcasting? Because, like, yeah, I guess I started this kind of technically in lockdown. Like yeah. you talk about travel, which you can't even do. So how did that affect? It was uh, it was a blessing in a lot of ways. Oh yeah, yeah. How was that? Because when I'm trying to reach out to people that travel for work, a lot of times they're on the road traveling for work. Of course, yeah. And I really took advantage of. It. I doubled up some episodes uh, uh, because everyone was home. Yeah. Okay. I mean everybody. Like I'm reaching out to people. Like yeah, I got time. I'm like really. <laughs> you know, it's like I was so used to saying. Hey, give me three months or I'll be back off the road or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And now it was like during, during lockdown, they're like, yeah, I got time. Yeah, I got time. Yeah, I got time. I'm like, wow, okay. So right in the summer of last year of 2020, I was doing two episodes a week. 
Oh, wow. And they're like our, getting, our episodes, right? Yeah, I was getting 10 to 12 episodes in the can recorded at a time. That is a dream. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. You need those in the back catalog, don't you, for, for some weeks? But is that because yeah. they were just, I guess, working from home, right? There's no other option. Yeah. 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 And now that now they're all back on the road. Most of my musicians, the athletes are back playing. The yeah. business people are, are have opened up a little bit more so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a little bit more difficult. Now it's now it's back to normal almost where I'm they're like, uh, give me a call in January. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah, like, oh, all enough. right. They're catching yeah. up, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Do you so, do many in person podcasts or was it always I haven't done any. Before? Okay, fair enough. Yeah. That's next. That's that's, that's next yeah. for me. Because we were talking about YouTube before, right? Before we start recording. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm only going to record YouTube if we're in person, right? I thought, because then you, then you can see the real connection. Right. But I'll, I'll probably change my mind now that I just get stuff out there anyway. But I think in person podcast has got something extra. I think you can just see it's people. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like kind of going off on each other and a bit more improvised, maybe. Yeah. You know, I, it'll be interesting because it, obviously it's different face-to-face on on camera versus Mm. just audio you know i don't know if you did audio only with no video but it's different when you're just talking to somebody you know because you can like be working on the computer or doing other things yeah you know and when it's video you have to pay attention yeah and i think on my recordings for my guests i've I've always been on video so they can see me obviously some of my guests have not even had the camera on which is absolutely fine but yeah, I guess you can technically be doing something else. But um... I, I, I've done two episodes. And I did, just did one last week where she didn't realize we were going to do video. And okay. I said, well, I go, because she was literally, she's a yogi, uh, a yogi. And she goes, I literally just got out of the gym. I said, well, let's do video, but I'll only release the audio. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I said, I'll, I'll do a static image on the YouTube episode for, it, yes. for us. Yeah. But uh, I said, I won't use the video, but I'd, I'd rather talk to somebody face to face at least through the computer yeah and have you done like videos before where it has been a static photo or just like uh-huh. a static picture I've... yeah the first dude the first 150 episodes were like that yeah so you just had like a rolling it's a yeah. video but not really a video it's just a background yeah and, and uh i did it through uh my platform spreaker and they they put up it was their static image and now i don't want that i don't want their static image so I, now, even if it's going to be audio only, I use I don't go I don't do it through them anymore. I, I make my own, oh, okay, and, uh, and use my own static image instead of it saying Spreaker across the <laughs> yeah. top. That's what says the, the travel wins. That's what I use Spreaker as well. Yeah, um, yeah. But I always did my own recording, like in terms of the audio and and Zoom, whatever it is, because I think you can manipulate it a bit more. I, I wouldn't want Spreaker on my on my video on YouTube. I don't think. Um, right. But thanks, no, it, but, thanks, Spreaker, for setting it up. But yeah, that's that's as far as it goes. Yeah, if you go if you go watch, and I don't want to get rid of them. I have one one episode with a static image. It's fourteen thousand views. Oh wow! Okay, so that's I'm right. not going to yeah. get rid of it. But no, yeah, no, no. I think people want to see us, right, in terms of interaction. Yeah, yeah. In person, it's going to be interesting too, though. I mean, that's that's. Yeah, if uh, if, if I'm down in LA, you want you want, you want to test it out? I can uh, I can test it out for you. But um, yeah, I I look forward to doing in person because i feel like that's probably where i would want to go eventually and do that only um, I, the, the, yeah. the limiting part of that and, and like you and i how difficult it would be you know to have someone in canada i mean i've interviewed I'm, i interviewed maxi priest and, and he was in jamaica oh yeah 
Yeah. You know, I interviewed a, a model, pinup model. She was in Croatia. I interviewed a Japanese rockabilly singer in Tokyo. <laughs> so I don't want to miss those opportunities either. You know what I mean? I, I think I, if they're in the LA area and there's a couple of guests that I have kind of out there that have said yes, but they're hard to pin down and they're in the LA area, I'd love to set up a studio and, and oh, but yeah. now dude, James, then it's like, do I get an audio engineer? Do I got to get a yeah. video person, a camera person? Yeah. <sighs> It is all that, and I think you, you'd want to be professional, right? So you, you'd have to consider all those options. That's that's always the issue. What's really annoying is I have a I have a studio here in, in Vancouver. It's just a five-minute walk at, in the library. They've got a creation studio, and it's got two proper microphones. It's got all the cameras that you want. It's got the Pro Tools, which is the program they use, yeah. interface. But there's a rule. You can't have more than one person in there. I'm like, well, that's pointless. Now, I can go and then do some work myself, but... The yeah. whole point of me using this would be like, oh, yeah, I've got a studio for free because it's the library. We can come and record in here, but no, you can't have more than one person. So that kind of crushed my dreams yeah. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. th th and there are some studios that are, are pretty close by to me, and I just got to figure out. I just got to do it. Yeah. It's one of those things. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, some of the, the podcasters, you know, Joe Rogan can now afford to fly people in, right? Of course. You yeah. know, and, and if you're in LA and you have your own studio, it's a lot because people always are always coming through Los Angeles for celebrity wise, athlete wise, and all that. Mm. So, but you know, I'm doing this out of my house. So <laughs> that's my <laughs> yeah. next thing. Like, where would you base yourself? I mean, LA is a great place yeah. to base, right? Yeah. But if I, if I was honest, I don't think Vancouver would be a brilliant place to base myself. Surely you want to be close to somewhere bit more popular with like people traveling through so that could be like la could be london well, i guess new well, york i don't know seattle vancouver they get they have some some pass-through traffic don't they yeah a little bit almost i always feel like vancouver is out of the way it's like yeah for the rest of canada it's just ah oh, it's west it's over there which it is but yeah yeah i don't think you'd come through here unless you're gonna maybe go to hawaii or somewhere down the west coast i don't know even yeah, why you'd finish a visit but... in here you know, that's why I, I'll, I'll do an audio only podcast. I'll do a video podcast. I'll figure out how to do an in-person podcast. Yeah. I think it'd be cool. I mean, I, I, I love the interaction. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd love it. Yeah. I think um, I'd, I'd watch that as well. Personally, like I would, I'd watch people that I like podcasting. Oh yeah. I want to see them like interact with their guests yeah. and see how it works. Right. Um, okay. I'm actually more of an audio person. So I would listen to, I wouldn't watch a YouTube clip as per se in terms of it, if it's a zoom call like this right i'd rather right. just listen to it on my headphones on spotify but if you were doing it in person with that person i would watch that so that's where i'm different with youtube i wouldn't watch like a static image or maybe in a yeah. zoom call yeah um because i like seeing the interaction between people like face to face so i would watch that there you go there's your yeah. answer yeah uh, i've got some stats for you i'm sure you know these 142 countries have listened your podcast which isn't crazy like when you think about that did you even was that even in your mind when you started no no yeah because Spreaker has that that one feature and it shows you the geolocation i look at it every day seeing i don't anymore now it's like once a week i just i got a new country <laughs> i got a new country today though oh yeah who is that i'm gonna say it wrong uh so it's 143 now oh wow uh, uzbekistan oh uzbekistan okay yeah yeah Sort of middle asia central asia yeah yeah so 
No, you know, and because of my wide range of guests is why I have people around the world. It's not me. I mean, I, I, I don't think people are listening. I hope not to, to listen to me. But <laughs> if if they're volleyball players or, or you know singers or musicians or mm-hmm. business people, you know, people will listen to that. Want to listen to their story, and then it, they just happen to be around the world. It's crazy. At what point did it feel like, wow, this is like, yeah, I'm at 30, 30 countries at the minute. That's my, that's where I'm, I think. And I think, yeah, that's, that's not too bad. But there must be a point where you went, wow, that's like. I For me, it was level. literally like, I mean, now, here I'll show This week's so far, Japan, Israel, Canada, Netherlands, Spain, Ukraine, Ireland, Philippines, Singapore, Sweden, Australia, Nigeria, Kenya, Jamaica, UK, France, Uzbekistan, and obviously the United States. Yeah. In Canada. Yeah. But it, what? <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, just some, I'm just some idiot sitting in my room, <laughs> you know, recording people. It's quite inspirational, though, isn't it? Cause it must give you a bit of a buzz to realize that even the non-English speaking world are listening. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll listen to that today. It's not even in their language. Um, yeah, and that's, I, I mean, I, I did a somebody in Kiribati listened to my 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 episode. Okay, which is which is spelled Kiribati. Yes, which, yeah, which is an island chain out yeah. in the South Pacific. Pacific, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, I had to look it up. I didn't know. <laughs> you know I was like, I've never even yeah. heard of these places. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, um, the one episode I did with uh, uh, the Japanese rockabilly singer Masaki Aona, um, I had a translator with me. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so we did a three, because she didn't speak any English. And so we did a three-way. Um, well, yeah, exactly. The, the, way, yeah. the way you're looking is how I was like, okay. <laughs> um, the the pre- president of her record label, she said yes. Yeah. And, and she spoke very little English. And, and uh, maybe someone translated for her. But, uh, so I ended up speaking to the president of her record label. Mm-hmm. And, and then so... I, my daughter's high school friend is a, tr- a Japanese translator. Okay. Just hap- happened to work for Sony Pictures. I didn't know this. My daughter told me this. Because I'm like, oh, okay. man, I need a Japanese translator. She goes, oh, you should talk to Rue. And I'm like, really? <laughs> and uh, so Rue, so I, I filled out all the questions. Yeah. He translated them to Japanese. We sent them over to her mm-hmm. uh, so she could see them beforehand, kind of yeah. like what you do. Yeah. And and I did it in English and in, in Japanese. And then, so then we did the show and, and I, one question went off, off the, was off schedule. Oh, okay. And, cool. uh, but it was cool. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, did I get, I, so that's in Japanese and in English and, uh, it, it's, I think my third most watched episode. That's, that's absolutely awesome because they, they get the Japanese get, um, well, they get both English and Japanese obviously, but even if they don't understand your question the guy who's translating will ask the question right yeah they don't even need to really watch you because they can see the translator ask the question for them right and and it was cool because i mean i've literally known rue since he was in sixth grade yeah seventh grade you know so it's like here's a kid i've known that used to come over and play at my house (laughs) yeah is now translating an episode for me in japan that is that's crazy yeah that's crazy i think one of my real out there left field goals is to do one in Spanish. Oh, there um, you go. Which I'd need to learn Spanish, right? But um I know I know very, very basics, but I think yeah. it'd be cool if you could do 
if I can get to the level of doing one in conversational Spanish. Um, yeah, I, yeah, it'd be, yeah, it'd be interesting to to have a tra even if you had a translator. That's, but yeah, yeah, you're mm. right. Yeah, so I mean, I don't the, because of like you. I mean, you have a travel podcast. Yeah. Well, everybody's traveled. Well, I mean, not everybody, but the fair yeah. majority of people in the world have traveled. So yeah, your 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 guest potential guest list is pretty big. Yeah. Yeah, you know, huge, like yeah, it's probably five billion people, <laughs> you know. But you know, and I feel the same way with mine. And like a lot of people travel for work. Yeah, you know, some people don't want to, but they have to. Whether they're athletes or there's mm. some musicians that don't like to travel, but they have to because that's how they make money. They tour. Well, yeah, I find that because yeah. I travel, I find it a bit crazy that you wouldn't want to travel. But yeah, everyone's different. Well, you know, uh, Tears for Fears, an yeah. English band, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, if you listen to the their documentary, the, the other guys that started that band didn't want to travel, and those two, the two guys, Kurt and um, uh, Roland, they they wanted they were like, hey, we got a new album, we got to go out and tour. Mm. And that's what you do, and they're like, no, nah, we're not doing it. So they had to get other musicians to go out. <laughs> that's almost like the Beatles, like, nah, we're not going to travel and play anymore. It's going to release songs, yeah. and that'll be it. Well, it's oh. it's a lot of work, man. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. A lot of our favorite artists are in their 60s and 70s now, and they're still having to hustle. Yeah. I mean, what about Rolling Stones? I mean, me and my girlfriend here talk about, we watched their documentary on Netflix the other day. Like, why yeah. Why are they still doing it? What is it? Is it the buzz? Is it, they don't need the money, obviously? Is it just playing? Maybe they do. You never know. You never know, do you? That'd be crazy if that was the story, though, right? But yeah, people, people spend money. <laughs> yeah, they definitely spent it. I know that. Um, but yeah, that, yeah and, that, and it's all they've done. I mean, I talked to one yeah. guy who's in the, he's in the rockabilly hall of fame. He's a little older than me. He's never had a job outside of singing. Yeah. Okay. But he's on the road 275 days a year. Yeah. Nine months, man. Not, yeah. Well, that's the same as uh, Ed Sheeran, right? I don't even know Ed yeah. Sheeran. Um, yeah. he, he knew someone at my college. So like friend, 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 friend. But before he was known, he was doing two gigs a day in Europe. He was on the road yeah. 300 days a year, like slogging out in all these like different parts of Europe, sleeping on couches, like doing stuff for free sometimes. Oh, no one yeah. actually sees that. People would see now he sells millions of records, which he does, but he, he absolutely put the graft in for like four, five, six years. Um, but people don't see that, right? The, the thing I like about my show is I've heard some, some, some as you would say, brilliant stories, mm. you know, and and things that you just didn't think. Uh, Steve Stevens, who's the guitarist for Billy Idol, yeah, yeah, um, told me the story on my on our episode about the Top Gun theme song because he wrote and won a Grammy for the Top Gun theme song. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and which so t Top Gun came out when I was eighteen, so that was like it was big. You know, he was recording an album with Billy. Steve was. Yeah. And then the pianist was doing some parts on their album. And he goes, Hey, I just got offered to do this, this, the theme song for this new movie, Tom Cruise movie coming out. You want to, you want to take a look at it? He goes, sure. So they were filming or recording for Billy's album. Mm -hmm. And in one night in about an hour, an hour, I think he said, maybe two hours, they did, they, they recorded the entire theme song for the Top Gun movie. <laughs> and it's like an hour or two. Yeah. And, you know, 40 years later, that's one of the most 
famous songs he's done. Love it. Yeah, yeah. And won the Grammy for for something he spent almost no time in. That is incredible because one of those theme tunes that everyone knows, like everyone knows that theme tune. Yeah. Like to Top Gun, right? Even if not in the film, it's just one of those um, crazy things and, you just know. And he's made good money from it for, for the last like, 40 years. I'd imagine Every he time has, it's yeah. played. Yeah. yeah. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a random person I met when I was at a uh, music college. I met the guy who uh, done the jingle for BBC News. <laughs> so BBC, <laughs> BBC News, right? You can probably have BBC World News over there. Yeah, yeah. Has that little jingle it takes 10, 20 seconds when it comes on. He wrote that. So he gets a constant stream, I think it's about £600,000 a year, something like that, where he just rolls it in because they have World News, BBC News, 24 hours. Everywhere. News. It's constantly yeah. going all day, right? So, yeah, that's just like 30 seconds. It took, probably took him like a couple of hours to write. Um, yeah, there you go. That's a, doesn't have to write anything else. That's what we need, my friend. Christmas single number one is what you need. Every year it gets rolled out. Done. Yeah. Yeah. But no, no one writes Christmas songs anymore. They do. They just don't get played. I mean, I no. uh, there's a couple of people. Some of my, the artists that, that I've recorded, uh, Lucas Hogue's uh, country guy, just came out. Is coming out with a record album. Okay. But it, it's interesting. It's, I mean, like I have serious radio in my car, which I love because mm. I can listen to. You know, I don't have to change the station when I'm traveling around the state and all that. Yeah. But it also gives me the opportunity. There's seven country channels, and there's you know eight hip hop channels, and you know, there's 80s and 70s and 60s and 40s and, you know, so I think it's, it's, there's a bigger opportunity for artists to be heard, but it's also gets muddled. Well, it's like podcasting, right? There's 400,000 podcasts-ish in yeah. the world. But I, I mean, there's more. There's probably more, yeah. I think that's what someone read on Apple, maybe, I don't know. But like, we're obviously trying to do our own thing in terms of podcasts and yeah. we want people to hear it, but yeah, how do you get people to hear that in that massive sphere universe of podcasts right yeah and then yeah I mean, is it linkedin is it is it instagram is it tiktok mm -hmm. is it youtube is it you know do you make it more personal or not you know i've is been I've, I've been offered a few crazy things uh not crazy but like um uh, uh one was in england uh to be on a um an internet radio show okay and yeah. they wanted to take my episodes but then they wanted to own the episode and i'm like no nah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, no, I want to own it. And same thing with that. I got offered, a, not offered, but we talked with. I talked with the CEO of a company that, that has a, a a satellite radio channel mm -hmm. or a company, and it was the same way. He wanted to own all the material on it. So, but I think you want to own your material, didn't you? I think at the end of the I, day, I do. I do for now. Yeah. How much are you going to pay me? You yeah. Know? Yeah, if you, you, Spotify pays me a hundred million dollars, like Joe Rogan, yeah, you can, you can have you it. it. <laughs> yeah, it's yours. <laughs> yeah, so. there's no, there's no right answers. That like you, you do all the research in the world. Like, how do you market your podcast? How do you, yeah, uh, do this, do that? There's people say all say the same thing. Like you got to do Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, whatever it is. There's no actual, there's no set criteria to be successful. Right? It's just no one really knows the answer because you might be. Just well, like I said, might so happen many... to a clip or an episode, and it gets gets traction, right? Like I'm on uh, uh, iHeartRadio. Yes, I'm on like, that. I checked today, cool. actually. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, the Amazon Alexa. So yeah. I signed up for that. Yeah. So I mean, you, you know, I don't know. I like it. You go. You put out what you can. Yeah. You put out as much as you can, and yeah. You know, I just remember when I started. I was like, Man, I got ten listens today. Holy shit! Someone's 
like 10 people around the world listen to my voice today. It's like, wow. I still get that. I still think. Oh, yeah, me too. So that's why I'm yeah. like, that's why when I read that, I'm like, God, someone in you know, the Philippines listened to my show today. Yeah, yeah. That they want to download it and listen to it. That that gets yeah. me. I'm like, even if you get 20 a week, there's what 20 people that, that want to listen to it. So you have an almost obligation to, to release one um, yeah. every week or whatever your, your schedule is, right? So yeah. like a responsibility. And it's, it's, it's fun. I mean, I, I, I can't believe I get to talk to the people I get to talk to. I mean, some I've listened to for 30 years and 40 years and, and some I'm just meeting like you. So it's just, it's cool. Yeah. yeah it's a crazy, it's a crazy buzz. And I'm, it's pretty motivating to try and reach out, which is my next question to you is how did you, uh, start reaching out to people who you didn't know, you know, not your friends? Oh yeah. Uh, it's been pretty, pretty fun. Okay. Uh, uh so, I watched a, a show called uh, The Road Trick. It was Adam Trent, who's a magician. And I was about, uh, probably seven or eight episodes in. You know, I've recorded about seven or eight. And we're watching, my wife and I are watching the show on Netflix. And he traveled around Europe doing magic to get into different things. Okay. And I go, God, that'd be, he'd be great for this show. You know, he's traveling for work, mm -hmm. you know, and he's traveling around the, the Europe. And so I looked him up on Instagram, reached out to him, and he said yes. Simple as that. Just a message. And then uh, Smush Parker, who was a, a NBA basketball player, played for the Lakers during Thanks. Kobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he liked one of my posts. Oh, okay. And but... I'm like, I literally sent him a message going, is this really Smush Parker? <laughs> and he'd been retired for about 10 years. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, this is me. I go, would you ever be a guest on my show? <laughs> and I, he's like, yeah, give me a few weeks. I'll be in L.A. and I got some things coming up I'd love to, like to talk about. I'm like, Okay. So was it he following you or just found maybe a hashtag that you put on your... It was, he liked, uh, so one of the country artists that I know from my work, he was my yeah. second guest, Cowboy Troy Coleman, good friend of mine now. Mm -hmm. uh, he Smosh liked our episode. I don't know why. It might have been a, a hashtag or something. I okay. have no idea how he found me. Yeah. I just remember going through my likes and I'm like, that's a Smosh Parker. And like uh, being in LA, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, I used to watch you on TV. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is yeah. Do you get nervous in messages? It, even when I send one to you, I was like, oh, I hope he like responds and reads back because I've had a few. I'll give I you an example. Uh, there's someone in UK that I think would be great for my podcast. He's a he's like a traveler. Um, slash, he used to be he used to play basketball. Actually, he's a wheelchair basketball player. And I messaged him and he he said, Oh yeah, that sounds great. Um, you just need to speak to my management. I was like, Oh, okay, cool, no worries. I send him an email. But his management said no. I was like, oh, but he, yeah. he signed up for it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, do I, do I go back and say, well, your manager said no, but do you still fancy coming on? Like, I don't really know what the protocol is there. Uh, I, I've had all that, all the yeah. above. Yeah. Um, okay. NASCAR drivers uh, always send me to their managers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you just kind of finesse through it. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I, 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 I've had similar where, I, I, dude, I, I've had some really cool people say yes and then end up not doing the show. So yeah. really cool people. I mean, like, where I, I'm like, I go back to my, wife, like, Oh my God, you won't believe who said yes. And then think, they just oh. disappear. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So uh, you've experienced all yeah. that sort of like, well, I won't call it rejection, oh, yeah. but maybe it is rejection, but I don't take it to heart. I, I, it's just, the, it's just a game, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah. And, and, uh, there, there's a, a motivational guy, um, He's a business guy, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah, I follow him on uh, TikTok and Instagram and stuff. Yeah, 
He's literally the reason why I set my podcast. Actually, I think I followed him because of you. I think I went on your, on your website. I was like, who's this guy? Yeah, then I started yeah. watching some of his stuff. Yeah. And he was the one that said, he goes, you got to re realize when you're reaching out to people, one of the things he says is, why would I do your show? Yeah. That's just the truth of it, right? Yeah. It's like, why, if, if, if and how I craft my, my intro letter to people yeah. is that way, is, you know, the most important thing people have is time. Yes, you know, so course. if you talk yeah. to Tom Cruise or Johnny Depp or I'm trying to think of big names, Lady Gaga or Adele, mm. why would Adele do my show? Mm. She only has 24 hours in a day and every podcaster, every interviewer, every TV show would like to have her for five, 10 minutes. Of course. Why yeah. would she give me 45 minutes? Yeah. So That's a great question. <laughs> right. So, yeah. uh, but a lot of it's, I, I, dude, it's a lot of it's just timing. Yeah, of like, course. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. You, I've reached out to some some people, and that they're out promoting Maxi Priest. I think the only reason he so I'm in the grocery store, and my wife and I are shopping, and one of Maxi's songs comes on, and I'm like, mm -hmm. oh man, I love this. I'm like, I'm gonna reach out to him. Yeah. And I I, I find him find him on Instagram. He he replies back. He says, talk to my manager. I'm like, uh, you know, doing yeah, classic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh. So I, I, I sent it to, to the manager. Manager gets back. Yeah, he'd love to do it. But he was, uh, it was two or three weeks before the Grammy Awards. So he was in the process of doing press because he was nominated ah, for, okay. for Best Reggae Album. Yeah, got it. Yeah. And I think that's the only reason why he said yes is because he knew, and his manager said yes, because they were out doing press at that time. Mm. You know, if I talk to him now, well, now he's touring, so maybe he would do it, but maybe he wouldn't you know mm, okay yeah so i think i think it's just all timing i think that's life though I think. yeah i don't think you can analyze that too much um yeah for, for example on one of your one of your episodes uh dr angel iskovich right so i listened yeah. to that last night because his sort of like wording in in some of the stuff i was like all oh, right i need to get this guy on because i think he's got some cool content but he's yeah. also he's also got a book so i'm like maybe yep. he's reaching out Couple to books couple of books right but he's got this uh travel routine what well, the routine yeah i think the art of routine i think it's called and um, which i've ordered yep. but he's like maybe like if i come on podcast and talk about it it might obviously improve his like getting out there right to, to more people right. in the world and 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 that's just it right i mean yeah and there's always that pecking order of well how many i've had a few people few few potential guests say well how many lessons do you have how many how many followers do you have and this and that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I look at it and go, I get it, but I kind of go either you feel connected to the show or you don't, you know? Yeah. That's like, um, that's like asking for money almost. Like, yeah, you, oh, you God, have do. I've had, I've had people I oh, really say the celebrities, their manager said, well, how many, how many downloads do you get? I'm like, well, how many times do you have sex with your wife? I mean, <laughs> <coughs> I don't know. Yeah. You're, you're literally asking somebody how much they make yeah yeah, yeah that's true and also yeah. i i listened to james smith who's like a pt um online personal trainer he's got like a yeah. million followers on instagram even he says so he's quite well known in his especially in his industry and he has some quite cool people come on but even some guests for him are like oh how many how many youtube subscribers have you got and he's like well yeah not as much as his downloads on spotify or apple and they're like oh it's, it's not enough it's like, oh, even he can't get guests 
Well, that's why I'm saying there's an infinite amount of time for each of these people. Mm. And <clears throat> sorry. And I think sometimes you hit them at the right in the sweet spot. And sometimes you don't. Yeah. I mean, you know, I had uh, one of my first big names for me that I was really nervous was Kevin Sorbo. Okay. Who played? Who was Hercules? Yeah. Yeah. He played Hercules in the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, he called me up a week before the episode, and it was a, it was it was a it wasn't a number I had in my phone. That's all I'll say. Okay. But it was an area code that I'm, I'm like, huh? So I pick it up. And he goes, "Hey, is this Pete?" And I'm like, and right there, you know, it's Kevin Sorbo. It's his voice. And you're like, "Yeah, hey, <laughs> yeah. Kevin." He goes, hey, did we reschedule the show? Because I had it down for today, but I thought we... I go, yeah, yeah, we originally had it for today, but we're doing it next week. I go, is that so good? He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I just want to make sure, and I didn't want to blow you off. And he goes, okay, great, I'll talk to you next week. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, like, I'm at work, and I'm like, I just said, Kevin Sorry just called me on the phone. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a trip. That, that's, yeah. that's the kind of stuff you want to get into, right? Like those sort of stories. Yeah, it's a trip. I think, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. M- M- Mickey James, a WWE wrestler, you know, she has over a million followers on Instagram. Mm. Um, I interviewed her husband subsequent after her, and who's a professional wrestler. Yeah, and uh, she's awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. she's awesome to talk. I mean, like she'll get back to you, and you know, sometimes it takes a couple of days, but she's busy. She has a million. I mean, I couldn't imagine like like I only have X amount of people follow me, and I get I still get DMs from people I don't know and all that. Oh, yeah. So I couldn't yeah. imagine having a million. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm like, how many messages are they getting a day, you know? Yeah, and also they probably not listen to your podcast, right? In realistic terms. So I guess yeah, it's, about, yeah. it's about the pitch, right? I guess what you say to them or, I guess, not too long to bore them a little bit, but maybe short enough to grab their attention and to the point, right? Yeah, and, and why would they do your show? Yeah, why do they show? That's, that, that, I mean, that's, that, I always keep that in mind because that's what Gary says, you know, that's... yeah. And so that's my thinking. And, and the only ones I get disappointed in, James, is with the people that say yes and then blow me off. Like, like you I said, have with had that. I've had that. Yeah. 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 Had that last I mean, week. I had the, we had the date and the time. Yeah. And something came up in their life, and now I can't get them back on the phone. And I'm like, like, we, like we were like a few hours away from doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you? I had to send an emergency me. message last week. I'm like, yeah, someone's just last, last second done it. Who wants to come yeah. on? It's a bit of a I do I do solo episodes as well, so I don't mind jumping on myself. I don't know if you do solo episodes, but um I don't. No, you don't. No, I don't mind I, I, chucking I the 30 the, minutes. Um, I think the se- seventh episode was uh something I tried on my own to explain why I'm doing what I'm doing. Okay, how did you find felt, it? I felt stupid. <laughs> really? I felt oh. stu- yeah. Some people say to me, like, how can you just talk into a microphone? I'm like, oh. But if you've got something to say, you just talk, right? Well and, and it's interesting now because like when I watch Megan Kelly or some of the, the, um, the Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan's always interviewing, but people that do it professionally now, I'm now I'm like, okay, now I know I'm looking at their, how's their lighting? Is there, are mm-hmm. they backlit? Are they side lit? You know, where's the microphone? Is it a lab mic? Is it, you know, so yeah. now I'm looking at the technical side of, and, and yet they look right into the camera. Like they're talking to somebody the entire time. So they're literally like, Hey, so yeah, it's great. And then, but I know for a fact they're looking at a little pinhole of a camera. Yeah, yeah. You know? So it's just weird. You know, things I never thought about before. But I think that makes you uh, improve your podcast, though, right? If you start thinking about that stuff, because yeah. you want to improve all aspects of it. Like, I know, I know, there's plenty of space for improvement from my podcast. Like, I'm fully aware, but I fully accept it as well. Like, I need to learn stuff and get better at stuff. So as long as you've got that sort of mentality, I think you'll be fine, right? 
I, I completely agree. I mean, you know, this microphone right here was the first microphone for the first hundred episodes. Was it? Oh, wow. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. And one thing I found out was uh, I had it, I would have it sitting like this and I'd move around because, you know, I'd be walking or whatever because it was, it was audio only. Yeah. And all of a sudden I'd go to my audio levels and they would be like up and way down. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So now what I used to do is I would take uh, scotch tape and tape it to my face right here. Okay. Yeah. So the mic would always be the same distance and then I would set my levels. Yeah. And then it wouldn't sit, but I'd have scotch tape on my face while I'm doing the show. <laughs> but it was audio only so it didn't matter yeah good tip though isn't it yeah i i always knew stuff about microphones so i kind of got into that bit earlier but, yeah, um music music yeah yeah, yeah. i kind of knew what i needed to do and how to set it up so i knew nothing yeah so you, you guess you start from scratch right yeah yeah but then it was cool because then, uh i got a yeti mic yeah and then and then steve stevens actually recommended this mic um okay because it's the mic he uses, not this, but this is a podcast mic uh, from an English company. Okay. Yeah. And uh, but he gets them for his uh, for the stuff he records. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I, I, because I, I follow him, and I said, hey, is that is a good mic? He goes, yeah, they're great, and the people are great, and mm-hmm. so so now I got this mic, and then I got a board, and like I didn't, I, I literally the first hundred episodes was my phone recording yeah. the, the the phone calls, mm-hmm. and then I would put it into Audacity into the, the into the editing software and and mess with it. Well, that's the, yeah, so. that's fair enough. I actually, I'm actually a bit lazy recently. I use this um, headphone, which is like it's a gaming, it's a gaming headphone. Yeah, but they're designed to obviously pick up your sound when right? you're talking to someone when you're playing a game. I've actually got a proper microphone that I sometimes use, but I've been a bit lazy with it. But I find that the quality is not that much different because the microphone I've got is quite at the lower end. But I do know going forward, I have to probably invest a bit more. Like your microphone there. It's probably like, well, like the, the, and, and I looked at, I mean, obviously this is, it was, I think it was 110 bucks. So oh, right. That's, that's not that's super expensive. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's not too bad. What microphone oh. is that actually? Why, why are you here? I don't want to say it wrong. Let me look. Uh, where's the name? Did I forget now? Let me look them up real quick. I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> Bit promotion for him. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the one, that one area that I'm really bad at. Is I've I've had some opportunities where people are like, hey, uh, you know, let me let me advertise on your show, and you you got to do this. I'm like, nah, because I I look at it and go, I mean, you know, whether it's twenty dollars an episode or fifty dollars an episode, it's like I'm not doing this for the money, mm. so I yeah. don't want to be beholden or or mess up my show by selling. Yeah. Hey, you should really try the Bed Bath and Beyond mattress. It's yeah. a wonderful thing on your body, and you know I'm not going to do that for forty bucks. You know, and also Sontronics. So, oh, okay, Sontronics. S O N T R O N I C S. British design microphones. Sontronics. Okay. Yeah, I've yeah. heard of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, you got to ask yourself, right? Here's a quick, like you said earlier, if you put ads in or you're promoting people. You gotta ask the, yourself, well, does the listener want to hear about like the ads like before your show right. or after the show, right? Like if I listen to anyone's podcast and there's ad adverts involved, I'm like, oh like when's it ending? Like even on YouTube, oh adverts. So if yeah. I'm doing that, I can't then say, Yeah, yeah, we'll get some adverts in. Cause I don't that's like selling out that, almost. But that's that's literally how you make money. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a quandary really in my mind. But it is my mind too. There's no ads. No ads. I'm pretty Pretty strict. I don't do them either. I mean, I I, I did. Um, Mickey James, her husband has a, a, a supplement line, 
Yeah. And I put that on my website, you know, because yeah. they're just starting out. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, I don't make anything from it. Yeah. I, I guess I'll, I'll get a, an affiliate code. I don't know. I'm yeah. just like making. I will I will say stuff if I genuinely like it, though. I mean, if I, like you said, this yeah. one here, right? Suntronics. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I use her, I use the supplements and they sent me a box and they're great. Yeah. So I don't mind doing that. And I yeah. don't mind putting it on my website, but I, don't, I just don't want to be every day. Welcome to my pillow. <laughs> yeah. Boy, that that makes my head rest. I get the best sleep ever. I don't know. I'm not there yet. Maybe someday. <laughs> someday, yeah. Um, another question over your podcast that I'm keen to ask is: Was there any like story that just blew your mind in terms of like an athlete or 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 a sports person who was traveling and obviously trying to work in the sense that they what they do? Like, was there one story you thought, "Wow, that's." that's crazy like how it affected them in terms of their performance or like doing their job uh, todd eldridge who is a, a world champion ice skater yeah uh talked about the difficulty he had when the, the um, olympics were in japan yeah okay and because it switches back you know you go back eight hours or whatever but it's the next day or that he said that really messed with him he goes he doesn't have a problem going forward like if it was in london or europe Okay. For some for some reason, it doesn't mess with him too much moving six hours forward or eight hours, but going backwards and then going okay, well, it's Wednesday here, it's Tuesday night there. Yeah, that mess. He said that mess with him. Um, I'm a lot of the op- fighters I'm complete opposite actually of that. Are you really? I can come back okay. So so UK is eight hours ahead, right? Yeah. Going forward, nightmare. I take a week to recover. Come back uh, here. I'm straight in. Like, yeah, I don't know what difference is. See, I'm like, I'm like Todd. Okay. I'm, me going forward, I'm not a problem. And when I go to Hawaii for my work, which is three hours, right now they're two hours uh, yeah. difference, usually three, but uh, that, that'll that mess with me. Because all of a sudden, like, I'm supposed to wake up at six to get to work, and it's really, you know, then I start going, well, is that four in the morning to me or five? Or Got it. Something? Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, so um, a lot of jet lag. A lot of a lot of the the, the athletes, MMA fighters. Um, mm. I talked to. Um, she was on the bobsled team, and um, she, dude, she was like, she they had a competition in Lake Placid, so she was in Vancouver area. Yeah. Um, went to to Lake Placid in New York, then went to London, and then came back to Lake Placid. You know, and so she went through like, I think it was like nine time zones and like three days of traveling, mm. like back and forth and, and having to compete at that level. So, yeah. It, okay. Yeah. That'd be difficult. You know, it, well, it, you, you've got to be on your best, right? So like, yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't like switch off. Can you, we can't like, I don't know. If, if you're, if you're drop. training and this is what I talk to MMA fighters with. Um, if, if you're, if your fights at nine o'clock at night in Abu Dhabi, yep. what time is that in LA? Yes. So what time should you be training to be at that peak level in yeah. the day? You know, and then all of a sudden, well, I got switched over to Australia. <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah. now you're training. Hold on, so if it's you know, <laughs> so they have to train differently. Have you have you spoken to any tennis players? That would interest no. me because tennis no. players are constantly on tour around the world, right? They do yeah. a Masters event in USA, and then they're going to do a Masters event in Tokyo, and then it's like China next, right? But golfers, golfers as well, yeah. I have one golfer who who's a, she's agreed to be on the show, and we're just having. Schedule, yeah, she, I mean, she's traveling. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. 
like the one time we had it, she's like, "Oh, I, I made it to the I made it to the weekend, so I can't I can't record." And I'm like, oh, "Okay." Made the cut. Yeah, okay. Yeah, she up. did. Yeah. Literally, you know. <laughs> and um, so, but yeah, same way. I mean, it's it's golfers, tennis, any of those yes. people that are, you know, you got to, you know, like I play golf, mm-hmm. but I I play golf. They 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 work golf. Yeah. You know, it's like if you don't do well and you're not on your on your game, whether it's 80 degrees humidity or 40 degrees of, of chill and raining, you still have to play your, your best game. That's if you actually analyze that, that's crazy because they get they yeah. must get to a point where they're probably grown up wherever they grow up 20 years of honing a craft in terms of practicing for day or getting better at what they do. And then suddenly they have that in the bank, but then they've got to deal with all these extras. I guess it's life, extra stuff, right? Travel, yep. I guess. Wife. Kids, all that sort husband, of stuff. Right? Kids, yeah. yeah. And they got to throw that into the mix. Um, that's why. The, the guilt of missing birthday parties. and Oh, uh, yeah. All that. <coughs> all that. And that's why. All I, like, the business travelers I talk to, we talk about that. Yeah, that's why your podcast, I, I can't wait to get stuck in. I've got a lot of episodes to catch up on. But um, yeah. like this, trying to understand from a music point of view, because I've done music, obviously. How do musicians feel up for it every night to go and gig? Because there must be sometimes they're just like, oh, I watch TV. They must have that feeling. They have like, to. Like, and and you know, to Steve, uh, so like Steve Stevens, you know, he recorded all the all the main. He wrote and recorded all the big hits from Billy Idol in the early eighties. Mm. <coughs> all right, and that's literally forty years ago. Yeah, and he's playing the exact same songs forty years yeah. later. White yeah. Wedding. You know, Rebel Yell. <laughs> yeah. And they change it up and they'll do acoustic shows and all that, but still, it's 40. I mean, you play that a lot. Yeah. I I don't know, man. It's like, you just do it. You and musicians, it. especially, how do they have time to practice? They can't just practice that much because if they're on tour all the time and they're trying to recover travel, right? I have a friend, and, and he, so here's one that blew me away. I have a friend who was a drummer in a rock band. Like we did jujitsu together. We we'd go to tournaments and do all that. Mm. So like we were personal friends. Yeah. And he said no to being a guest on my show. <laughs> I was like, when I first started, and I'm like, I didn't even know what to say to him. What was his reason? Uh, uh he because he, he, he'd been being he had been asked in that time. He goes, I he goes, dude, I've been asked. I got a lot of people ask me to do podcasts right now. I just don't want to do one right now. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And I'm like, what well, you know? And I'm like. That's cool, you know. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, I, fuck, I like, I literally know you. <laughs> like, I'm calling you on your phone. Like, maybe just call him for a long chat and record it. Let's do that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But um, but he, so he said no, and um, but he traveling around for him, he was more nervous that because he used to play in Ozfest and some of the big big rock turn tours, mm-hmm. and he when we were sitting at uh, at a jujitsu tournament, and he's like. He was nervous, and I go, dude, you, you perform in front of tens of thousands of people. Mm. He goes, yeah. He goes, but I've been doing that my whole life. He goes, jujitsu is new. Yeah. And I asked him. I said, I said, well, I asked about the practicing, and he has, uh, and he actually showed them to me. I went on the bu- tour bus. Um, he had practice pads. Yeah, no practice so pads. He's practicing yeah, yeah. Yeah. all the time. Mm. And I, I asked him because I said, I go, do you have practice? He goes, he goes, I have to. He goes, he goes, just like anything, I don't want to mm. lose it. Yeah, but like yeah. Eric Eric Clapton says, he never touches the guitar until he's playing. He doesn't touch it in between. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I can totally understand that. I haven't touched the guitar since I left. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe because I, it's just too much. It's too much for me. But yeah, I think um, 
you must get to a point where there's a, there's a mix of stuff for a musician, right? You're probably making up like Eric Clapton, making weight, like lots of money. You're probably at a, a peak level where you're probably not going to get any better in terms of technically. You've written all these songs that everyone knows. I mean, why would he pick up a guitar? He could probably play those songs in right. his sleep, right? What else is there to him? Apart from songwriting, maybe writing a new song, what else would he yeah. pick up a guitar for? I don't know. I mean, some people have that, like someone like Joe Satriani or Steve Vai, these like mental guitarists who are like virtuosos. <laughs> yeah. They would have to keep yeah. practicing because they're doing mental stuff, right? But the general... Well, and st- like Steve did uh, a flamenco album. Uh, Steve yeah, cause... No, no, Steve uh, Stevens. Uh, Steve, so, yeah, you know... Yeah. He did a full flamenco, you know, mm. it's like, oh, that sounds cool. But it was yeah. just because he wanted to do something different. You yes, know, he's been of on course. the guitar. He I think he said he's six or eight is when he got his first guitar. Mm. You know, so he's been playing a guitar for over fifty years. Wow. Yeah. 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 But maybe like Steve Vai, he can do like a yeah. gypsy jazz album that might get him in, in in terms of like doing something different, right? Yeah, and I think that's what it is though. It's yeah. like uh you know, for you, like you still get nervous doing video calls, but if you do this for 50 years, you're gonna be like, yeah, 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 yeah absolutely, yeah, yeah, totally agree. Like, but I wouldn't have any problems going up on stage playing guitar because I've done that quite a lot when I was younger, so that, right. there's a difference, right? There's the example, um, and that's like, I, I think as old, old people, I'm an old person, <laughs> um, you know, I, I, and I, I always told my, my wife and, and my kids, even. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to just sit on the couch and watch TV and let life go by. Now that I'm in my fifties, you know. Okay. So I want to. Yeah. I want to push myself. I want to learn new things. I want to learn how to record. I want to learn yeah. how to. You know, I can watch YouTube sitting on the couch to learn how to do this stuff. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then just yeah. getting to meet people around the world is much more fun than just sitting around going, "Ah, when I was a kid." <laughs> You know, Gary has a really great thing. He goes, the computer doesn't, the internet doesn't care how old you are. Okay. Yeah. It only cares about the con- the content you create. Mm-hmm. So whether you're 20 or 50 or 60, it doesn't, if you create good content, the internet's going to pick up on it and, and get, get you out there. Yeah. And that is the pressure of, which is a nice pressure to have is content creation, right? Yeah. Whether it's daily on social media or it's your podcast or your website or whatever you're doing or learning new skills with that. Oh, yeah. I think that's I, it. I, I, I was just talking about this on an episode. It, I couldn't go back 20 years ago and do what I'm doing right now. Hmm. Didn't exist, you know? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, of course. The only people you saw on TV were people that were TV people. I mean, you know, they yeah. weren't just stupid blokes like us just <laughs> rambling along. You know, and, and I, w- I can go into my hotels when I stay in the hotel and watch my iHeart, and I can watch my episodes or listen to my episodes on my hotel room TV. Mm. You know what I mean? That's a trip. That's, that, <laughs> that's bizarre because I'm not that guy. But, you know, because of the Internet and the computers and my ability to learn how to do things. Yeah. And also, you think it in the year 2000, right, for example, what, 23 years ago? Awesome. Yeah. Just, it's like probably now for another 20 years, right? You just can't imagine what it'd have been like if, if you went back 20 years, like you said, and said to yourself, oh, yeah, you're going to be like on your phone, like doing banking and recording podcasts and like listening to music. You'd be like, what do you mean? It's yeah. just that, yeah, it's impossible. Well, it's Jetson's time, right? I mean, like, mm-hmm. uh, but my daughter did her summer internship in London. Okay. And we were, yeah. we were talking on FaceTime every, every day. 
mm. through our phones. Yeah. I'm like, that's that's Jetson. That's futuristic. Like, I'm talking <laughs> to my my daughter live for free. It's not even a phone call. No. You know, and I'm looking at her, and she's showing me London through her phone. <laughs> <clears throat> that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Think about it, yeah. And also, well, I, dude, yeah. 30 years ago, uh, yeah, about 20, let's see, 25 years ago, were pagers, <laughs> little beepers. <laughs> yeah, I think I, yeah, I think I kind of remember them. I think that was a bit before my time, pagers. Probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, so, as, as, a, as a manager, I was on the road back then for a different company, and you would get beeped, and you'd look at it and go, mm. you didn't have a cell phone. Mm. So you'd have to get off the freeway, which in L.A. is tough. Yeah, find find a payphone, and then use your your calling card. You know, your because you, you didn't have five dollars a quarters. Yeah. So so you would have a calling card, and call that number, and then call my office and go, "Hey, what's up?" And they, "Oh, never mind. We got it figured out." <laughs> yeah. I just got off the free. What? Yeah. Dude, that was a daily occurrence. And yeah, then, yeah. so you, we, we, we ended up coming up with codes. If it was a, a 611, it was, you know, stop when you can. 911 mm-hmm. is stop immediately. 411 means just stop when you get to your next, you know. So we yeah. had codes. I'm like, don't, I go, don't call me off the road because it's 20 minutes off, you know, to, to go find a payphone at a gas station or whatever. Yeah, that kind of goes into what Dr. I, should we call him Dr. I, um, Iskovich said about we've, yeah. we've now learned right nowadays to how, to travel easily and i guess what comes into that routine is that like say smartphones make it so much easier to connect yeah. whatever you need it's to all... achieve next time you go traveling james don't take your phone <laughs> that would be i tell you what i talk about my travels in 2013 because i didn't have a phone yeah and i remember everything that happens that six months and that's why i'm writing a book because i remember everywhere we went who we met what we did but weirdly after that like me and my girlfriend went for about four or five months in 2018 yeah 17 18 yeah i rely on facebook because i can't, can't really recall a lot of places that so why is that like i have a phone that can note stuff every day yeah. i don't recall it that, that well but i can go back to 2013 and go oh yeah we went there we did this and we met this well let me ask you this book a room without your phone well yeah. Go 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 buy a map. Yeah, yeah. This orientation. You know what I mean? There you go. Yeah. Now that you're old. That's, I said. So that's why I always <laughs> tell people. I go, I go. Imagine to travel somewhere without a phone sometime. Yeah, that scares me. Yeah, I'm like, well, how you know? Yeah, I I mistakenly left my phone in my wife's. So my wife was dropping me off at the airport, and I was going to Denver for work. It was a one day trip, mm. and. And I, I wanted my phone charged up so it would be so I could watch the movie or whatever on the on the plane. And I left it in her car. Well, it had my confirmation number, it had my flight number, mm. it, it had my ticket, <laughs> yeah. it had the the f- phone number for the hotel I was staying at. It's how my boss get, reaches out to me. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I got to Denver. What would you do? Yeah, I not a clue. <laughs> I, I, yeah, you, start. I found so I found a payphone. Yeah. yeah, literally, and and thank God it was in in Denver Airport. The payphones were free for local calls. I called four one one, which is information. Okay, or yeah. zero for operator. Yeah, I said I need the phone number for Cambria uh, Hotel in the Aurora area. 
And then, uh, so they connected me. And I, I, yeah, I need to get picked up by the shuttle. You know, <laughs> you think about it, it's like the things you take for granted now. All right, yeah. Don't, don't, don't have a phone. And then sit on an airplane for three hours with no phone. Well, imagine what would you do. Well, yeah, imagine, <laughs> imagine the generations these days. What would they do in both those oh, they, scenarios? Right? Yeah, they'd fall apart. They'd be lost. Yeah, yeah, fall apart. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had to, I I made a, a point of showing my daughters how to how to read a map. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. You know, because you go, how would you find an address on this map? And they're like, yeah. I don't know. Well, so you go over here to the index and find <laughs> G three, and then go G, and then three, and then go into that box, and here's the streets. That's what skills. That's what you need to know, right? That's what that's yeah. what I got taught in school, anyway. Yeah, but yeah. Now, the kids now don't. Don't need to you got Google Maps. Now they go well, type in the address and it'll <laughs> yeah. come up and it'll show you four different alternate routes and how to get there. Yeah. You know, they'll show you where the traffic patterns are and where the stop signs are and the speed limits. Mm. It's this crazy thought because we're in our generation, because we're early 30s, that was switching. Yeah. So when I was in high school, there was no smartphones, no Facebook, no social right. media. But then by the end of high school, it was there. It was just about coming in, like Facebook yeah. coming in. MySpace was really there, Bebo, MySpace, the early ones, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you talk to like people not even that much younger than than me, like five years. Like they talk about Facebook being in school. I'm like, oh no, we didn't have Facebook in our school. We had the the brick phones with snake on the the phone. You yeah. play that at lunch, right? Like, it's a different world to them. But it's only five years apart. But um, and so imagine yeah. going back ten years. Yeah, yeah. For you, you know. Yeah. The kids nowadays have never not had a phone. It's always True. been part of their their ethos. Their life. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And literally since they were born, and I'm talking people that are 21 that were born in the year 2000, which is crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they've always had a phone. Yeah. You know, but you go YouTube's been around since 2010, 2009. Yeah. You know, it's really not that old. It's not. No. Absolutely. You know, so you go 10, 11 years, 12 years. And it's still in, uh, and yet it's billions of you know however many billions of views that they get every day, mm. you yeah. know, but, but so the kids, the kids that are in their twenties and younger, they've never not had a phone. Yeah. It's like gaming, right? I, I do a bit of game yeah. online. I can't compete with 20 year olds because they've grown up from 10 years old, always gaming. Yeah. So they get home from school with a game for six hours a day, right? After school where they do, they've got hours and hours in the bank compared to me. I can't compete. Yeah. Different level. Well, And, and I, I think that's, you know, video games kind of really started when I was a kid in the late seventies and, mm. and early eighties was, was arcades and all that. Yeah. And back then, I mean, you were limited because you, how many quarters do you have? Yeah. You know? And, and so, and then when the home arcade, my, it was still, you're not gonna be on the, there was only one TV in our house. Mm-hmm. And so when my parents were home, there was no video games being played. I can guarantee <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you that. So I just think sneak in between. Hey, uh, at halftime, can I can I put my game on? My dad like no, <laughs> like no. So, but but now you know they can play their games on their on their phones, and no one even knows that they're they spent ten hours a day on their phone. Yeah, true. And also, in my in my day, I sound old now. In my day, you're restricted in terms of you normally played against the computer, or unless someone came around your house, came around your house and played against yeah. you, right? But now it's yeah. all online and you can compete, no, compete against anyone in the world. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So the competition. Yeah, is... that's what my nephews, man. I go over to their house my, and uh, they, they have their headphones on and they're they're yelling at people playing, you know, 
back then it was Halo and you yeah, know, yeah. all those. It was like, and I, they'd be like, "Do you want to play?" I'm like, "Not against you," because I, you know, I play them. They go, Brr. "I'm like, dude, I just walked down the street. Like, let let me at least see you before you shoot me." Go, Where were you? He goes, "I was behind you." I'm like, Fuck, man. I go, now I'm going to choke you out. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now they're black belts in judo, so. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a great sport to get into, and that sort of contact sport. That's another thing I was yeah. going to talk about as well. Um, Jiu-jitsu is the more I read about podcasting or podcasters or people online that are sort of that, that way inclined, they all do jiu-jitsu. It's like a big thing, right? That contact sport. Yeah, it wasn't when I started. Um, mm. I guess it was. I mean, I don't know. It's definitely more popular now. I mean, there's around yeah. here in, in California, there's studios everywhere now. Yeah. Yeah. What belt are you now? Purple. Purple belt. Okay. It takes a while to but, get belts, right? Yeah, and uh, I haven't done it in a couple of years now. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it, it's, 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 I don't know, it's just something that stays with you. I, I wouldn't mm. be too afraid of matching out somebody. No, but when you start out there, I guess you've got to accept you're going to get rolled over, right? Pretty easily. When yeah. You know, when I started, my, my first instructor was Hoist Gracie, okay. and uh, who won the first UFC. Right. And so, and that's literally why I wanted to try jujitsu. I was like, that guy how'd that little guy beat all these guys yeah. and then there he is and it's just it's just different feeling you know when you feel that kind of pressure from somebody mm. like i've had been, i've rolled with other black belts but it's still it seems like the, the gracies and you know the kids the people that have done it their whole lives it's just different yeah it's just a different squeeze absolutely and um yeah. i think that contact sport is quite healthy for the mind i think when you when it's a, obviously that there's rules and you respect the rules and it's not going too far, you know, it's a game, it's a competition. Yeah. You know, I feel like something that human beings need sometimes is to really get stuck into you try to roll someone over or make them tap well, out. Right? You know, I, I, like I've been roller skating lately, <coughs> trying to do more, you know, just a new sport. Yeah. And that's why I was telling you whether it's learning how to podcast or learning how to roller skate, learn jujitsu, mm. uh, learning how to play guitar. I got bad fingers, so I got fingers that don't work. Uh, which <laughs> makes mine, it mine are too fat, these things. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I did this in jujitsu, so it doesn't bend <laughs> anymore. Um, but I think you, you should always be, what, what you know, whether it's traveling to new places, you mm. know, uh, learning how to camp. I just talked to a girl that's going to be on my show in, a, in three weeks. Uh, she was a flight attendant because she wanted to see the world. She ended up buying yeah. a camera, and now she's a professional photographer traveling the world. That's a bit of a dream. Yeah, look at that. Like, oh, yeah, it's a dream. And she's yeah. doing it. She's, she's, doing in it yeah. she's in Maui right now for three months. And she, she goes, I think I'm going to be here for another six. But if something comes up, I'll, I'll go somewhere else. Yeah. And she's been in like 42 countries or something like that. Countries. like. Mm -hmm. And she's about you. She's younger than you. Yeah. And that, that, that's kind of the mantra for my podcast is actually to, it kind of relates to what you said about people being on phones all day. I'm like, that's a bit, a bit of an epidemic, really. We need I, I think people need to get out there and, and travel the world for themselves in person and not look at it for a TV or, or social we, media. Know, we, we talked about that. That was one of the last things we talked about in the episode is she feels bad sometimes because in her head, it's like a musician, right? Mm -hmm. I've talked to some musicians and I've talked to some, um, some actors and, and filmmakers when they watch a, a movie or something on TV, if you're, if you're a director, are you watching it to experience it? Or are you going, ah, oh, they, they could have done this differently. They should have had the light box over here. 
oh, she's too well lit over here, or mm. you know what I mean? Musicians going, ah, oh, you know, they could have bridged that A gap, you know, that A chord into the G seven, and ah, uh, they could have, I uh, didn't like, you know. And it's the same way. You know, she's a professional photographer, videographer now. So now when she goes out, she's always thinking, oh man, I should have brought my camera. Or I could have set it up like this, and I could, mm -hmm. you know, oh, this would have been great. And you kind of forget to live in the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And so rather, you know, like I, I keep looking at the, at the mountains behind you. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, it's a great photo, right? So mm -hmm. you're like, you got a little light up on top of the the white peak on the on the left of my screen. Yep. You know, with the, with the sun coming out and. Yeah. So, so do you appreciate the travel and sitting there and soak it in, or are you going? I got to get a camera because I got to make sure that my my content creation is still growing. Mm -hmm. That's what yeah. you're saying, right? It's like the epidemic part. Yeah, and I, when I travel, I am not thinking about content. Well, not not previously because I've never never done a podcast, right? Or right, been as active on social media. But maybe it might be different next time. Who knows? But yeah, it's a good it's a good point because this trip here in Nepal, it's in it's in um. Poon Hill, which is like a part of the Annapurna trek. You can do the Annapurna trek in 21 days, I think hiking is, but we've done five days. This was an unreal moment, probably one of my highlights I've seen. Yeah. Um, but I, I was totally in the moment. I was not involved. I want, I want to get the photo, obviously, and I was getting snaps, but that's like a tenth of the time. It was like most of the time I was walking around just looking right. in awe, really, of the, of the mountains, right? But and I think that's, that's, that's the balance that yeah. everyone has to find. Yeah, you know, and there are some people. I I I interviewed one girl, Amanda Nelson. She is a content creator, and that's. I mean, she's making stuff every day, man. You mm. know, yeah, ten, ten videos and you know multiple posts and yeah, hair, and makeup, and clothes, and that's what she does. And uh, but you got to enjoy. It. If you enjoy it, I guess it's okay, right? Like as a travel podcast, I think I've got ten thousand photos to use, so I'll never be short yeah. of content. And I got podcasts to edit and snip it out, right? And and do some stuff like that so there's never a shortage of that and i quite enjoy it but the main aim as a whole in life is to travel for me so i'm well, constantly so, thinking what's the new country what's next where am i going the, the the name of my show is the travel wins podcast and the way mm. i came up with that is and i don't know if you heard it on any of my shows but i've told a couple people when i was traveling for work i'm a 100 percent commission salesperson so okay. if i travel to san francisco for seven hour drive and yeah. they don't buy anything. Yeah, I'm negative. I'm yeah, the yeah. gas, the food, the hotel, my time. So I would get worked up and get and get stressed. And and when I would go, um, I have a, a major account called Boot Barn. Okay. When they open up a new store, I would travel, and they're they're in like forty, I think forty one states now. Mm -hmm. And so I would oh. travel and help set up the store. Yeah, and I would like if I if I was supposed to be there Thursday and Friday, I would fly in Wednesday night, mm -hmm. work Thursday work Friday and fly home Friday night. And then I'd get home and they go, Oh, did you see this? Did you mm. do that? You know? Oh, you went to Florida or you went to North Carolina. Did you see that? And I'm like, no, I went there for work. And I, cause I was just, that's how I was geared. Yeah. And so now I make my travel win. Uh, if I, if I, if I see something and I, and I stop and take a photo on the way up or I take a different road road, or if I see something different, you know, mm. a llama on the side of the road or, or <laughs> turkeys or whatever. That's my win. So now I'm not thinking about, man, I got to make sales today. You know? Yeah. That would help you though, yeah. wouldn't it? I think. I think yeah, so the, the pressure's the off a little bit, right? The pressure's off. And so yeah. now, like when I, I went to Louisville, Kentucky, they're like, oh, did you see this and that? And I'm like, no. 
So the next time I went back, I, I booked in an extra day. Mm. Yeah. And I went and saw the Louisville Bat Company. I went to the Muhammad Ali Museum. I saw the riverboats, you mm. know, and I went to the downtown area. So it, I, I took that extra six hours, eight hours, and really tried to absorb some of the city and some of the area. And so, like, I, when I went to North Dakota, I went down to, to Mount Rushmore. Yeah. You know, to go see that, mm -hmm. you know, because, and then I, went, I drove through Sturgis where they had the Harley rally. And, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll now plan things out and make a win out of, instead of just being work and just stress. Yeah. And you're totally right with the travel wins because I also interviewed um, another um, couple of Americans who I don't know actually. They're, they're called the Road Unraveled blog. And their mantra is through their blog and their, and one of them does a podcast, a separate podcast, but through their blog and social media, they're, they're trying to get Americans to use their vacation time because yeah. they've said yeah. Americans are really, really bad at so just, true. just working through the year and just losing their vacation time. They're like, you need to use that two, three, four weeks, whatever you get and go somewhere different and explore whether that's in your own country, which is amazing. So some true, options, man. Or, or out, out abroad, right? That's their, that's their mantra. I think right? the, the president of our company, I think he told me the last time I talked to him about it, I think he had six months of unused vacation time. Oh, six months. And how many years, how many years worth is that? Like in total that he's not even used. That must uh, be like I think he gets I think he gets three or four weeks a year. Yeah. Wow. You know, and he and he does a little bit of travel, but not obviously. Yeah. He doesn't take three weeks off. Like three weeks a year? Shit. <laughs> well, in Europe you get five or six and everyone takes it. I know. Yeah. yeah. So what? Why? Why? What? Why is that mentality there? What? What are people doing? Or is it changing? Maybe. Maybe it's changing with new, new generation. But why is that travel mentality not there to, to use it? I think it's. I, I can only tell you corporate mind wise. Yeah. You know, it's hard to get, to be in that level. He's the president of a company that's doing you know fifty million dollars a year or whatever. Yeah. So and you know he's got. 100 employees that all work for him and rely on him and yeah and you kind of build up your day and i i equate it to uh you know trying to be politically correct in case he listens to this <laughs> um you know you, you want to build up yourself up to be valuable to the company of course right yeah. but if you become that valuable to the company you can never take your three weeks off Mm -hmm. because now the company needs you to be there to answer all these questions. Mm -hmm. So if you don't delegate and, 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 and get good managers that can do things without them having to ask you everything. Yeah. You know, and I think that's, a, that's the, um, I think that's the poison of a lot of American companies. And I, I, I say American because I don't know Canada. I don't know. Mm. I don't know UK. I don't know other countries. So I just know what I know, but yeah. I think, I think it's a poison. I think, you're always building yourself up to be valuable. Okay. But you let's know, say because so, you don't want to get fired. Right. Yeah. Okay. And there's yeah. always there's always that that tug, that push and pull of, you know, do they need me more than I need them? And mm. you know so you want to make yourself valuable so they need you more than you need them. <laughs> you know. I think the, that's part of it though. Well the guys that I'm, I read and Rabble would say I think this is what they would say. I don't want to quote them mouth to mouth, but they would say, well, let's say the president of your company went to Peru and done Machu Picchu and climbed that for five days, right? And then had right. two or three days in Peru. He might learn something on that trip that he's never known before. 
and he can come back to the company and use that skill or that mentality or whatever it is he's learned. And that might improve the company to even make more sales or improve totally the culture, agree. right? So why, right. why wouldn't you want to take that risk and maybe improve your, even yourself, he might be more valuable because of that trip, you know? I, I think, and, and this goes back to what I said to you earlier, like I didn't want to be like my dad. You know, you get in your 50s and you become sedentary. You yeah. know, why is it that way? Because that's the way I've always done it. Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. Mm. And and so now I try and look at things, you know, differently. You know, mm -hmm. so, I mean, I have, you have no idea how many people, are, why would you start a podcast? Why would you do that? And I'm like, dude, yeah, it's okay. fun. I get to talk to people. Well, yeah. some people don't like talking to other people. Yeah. You know I what totally I mean? Get it, they yeah. want to go home and be done. <laughs> and, and I'm not like that. You know, obviously I'm sitting here talking to you for an hour and a half. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think, and I, so I think a lot of the presidents or VPs, when they get to that level, they sit there and they go, well, we do it because this is how we've always done it. Why do I not take three weeks off? Because my dad didn't take three weeks mm. off. Why, why don't I go to Machu Picchu? Because my dad and nobody I know went to Machu Picchu. Yeah. Right. All the business people that I, that I hang around with and work with don't travel. They yeah. don't do that. They, you know, he, he, cause he works in an office every day for me. I've done the office stuff and I've, I, I've much prefer being on the road. I'll tell you, you what, know, I'm either working I would, from home or I would agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather sit in traffic in my car than in a cubicle. Yeah. So here's a question for you then. So yes, sir. Uh, my dad hasn't got a passport, right? He's never traveled. Yeah. So, so why do you think people do, do the opposite of what their parents did? So my dad was, he always laughs at me. I go, look, uh, I'm, I'll, so I said to him last week, I said, oh, look, we've booked tickets to go to LA to watch um, the Lakers, right? Against the, the Warriors in March. Huge basketball fan. I love it. Can't wait to go to LA. Never been. New place. Oh, wow. Can't wait. He's like, yeah, oh, that sounds a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, it's not a waste of time, but he would say, oh, it's just a waste of time and money. So, like, yeah, it's no, there's no point even me really like entertaining any trips that we do because he just wouldn't get it. But, there must be some people who have the opposite mentality, right? Uh, I'm, I'm actually not going to do what my dad did or my mum did. I'm going to do the opposite. So if they don't travel, I'm going to travel. Right. I I can tell you for me, I didn't travel. The first airplane I remember taking was 18. Okay. That's and, pretty early on there, I think. It was, no, not, I mean, not now. God, kids mm. are flying everywhere now. Yeah, I guess now. But, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, we didn't go, we didn't go anywhere. Yeah. <clears throat> We'd never been to another country. We'd never been to, I think we've been to like, like four states. Yeah. By the time I graduated high school and all that, my dad worked, my mom worked. It's yeah. like, you know, they worked, so we didn't get to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And uh, and that's why I think I'm like you. Where now I like traveling. I like I want to see Oregon. I want to see all these mm. places because I didn't see them growing up. Um, and I I don't know, man. I think. Uh, I, I only know what I know, you know, and mm -hmm. I wanted to travel because my parents didn't, we didn't travel. We mm -hmm. didn't take, we didn't take long vacations. We didn't do that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so now I appreciate it more, but I also, I have to said this many times. My dad passed away two years ago. Yeah. And I, I've told my kids and everything. I don't want to be like, I don't want to be how he was. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. literally he just had his routine and he was the same way. He's like, I don't, why would I, my, my mother-in-law won't even go. She lives in Las Vegas. She won't take an airplane to come visit us. We'll pay for it. It's just an hour. Ah, isn't it? <laughs> it's, ah, it's too much work. I got the dog. I, the... I think people become almost too comfortable with their with their own oh, lives. Hundred percent. 
that comfort level, right? You know, that scares me. Know, That's so, the fear for me. It's the comfort level. Yeah, I'd always want to yeah. push myself to go somewhere different or do something different or That's learn. Saying, something. Like if you watch some of my content, I'm, I'm roller skating for the. I, I yeah, I saw. I saw today. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing it. I'm doing it at fifty. I started at fifty-one. Hmm. You know, so yeah. the fact that I'm fifty-four now, trying to hit half pipe. <laughs> scared out of my mind sweating my, my butt off because i'm yeah. nervous you know and i see 10, 15 year old kids out there he goes going purr, purr. Yeah. they yeah. have no fear you know no fear, yeah. but i think that's trying something new trying something different you know mm. you've got to keep got to keep your mind fresh and i think traveling is is key for people oh i think it's huge to, to, yeah I think talking about travel, like for, for you, what does it mean? Like, is it just a way to, I don't know, meet different people, see different cultures? Like what's, what really gets you to travel all, around? All the above, obviously, mm -hmm. uh, gratitude. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm thankful for the, being able to see the things I see. Yeah. Um, grateful for, to meet the people I meet on the road. You know, I'm going to be in Las Vegas for for the in two well in a week and a half. I'll be there for 16 days for work, and I I get to meet about 10 to 15 thousand people a day, and because uh, they'll come through our booth and all that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and and I've gotten some I got some guests out of being at that show, mm. just because yeah, you know you end up talking to people and you're like, oh, what do you do? Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So I've had yeah. guests on my sh my podcast for it, but yeah, I don't know. Just, I, I think to 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 to, to stay young or, or just want to learn stuff, keep mm. keep wanting to learn stuff. I want think to learn, key. right? Yeah, that's key. You know, and and by by going to like we had a trip, our our first trip to Japan, my wife and I, we had a trip scheduled for April of 2020. That's on I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in March of 2020, they shut everything down, and I, yeah. I had my both my daughters who are adult age, uh, mm -hmm. one the husband and the boyfriend. They, we were all going to meet in Japan. That's very mm -hmm. hard to do to to get six people's mm -hmm. schedule all together, you know. So that was kind of a bummer. That's the that's the the COVID badness, you know. But we were watching, you know, going to Japan. We were we started watching Japanese uh, YouTube's. Of, of walking yeah. tours and 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 all the things we wanted to see and do so we had already planned out all the museums we were going to go to and the train and the bullet train and the train right, yeah. and yeah you know going to see the geishas and the the micos yeah. and yeah you know. would that be neat would, would that have been your first time there yeah 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 you have to you have to go i think i'm sure you will but um if they open up the island we'll go you know? yeah yeah i think you should keep that trip available because japan is incredible as a place to travel I oh can't wait i mean and yeah. then you know my daughter's been to new zealand my my other daughter's been to russia i uh iceland mm -hmm. london france um she's been to the south you know so i think i don't know just keep moving i think traveling's a good part of it you know because you you meet the, the same people around the world it's just different yeah, yeah. and i think travel improves the mind and improves your awareness of cultures and people do stuff differently and that's fine some people don't like people yeah. doing things differently right so um well and i can... think you know like you said that that's that's the uh getting out and just meeting how, how i just want to say current i just want to say keep moving you know yeah i don't know yeah. why why do old people get like that yeah 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 the, the, the problem i have is right so some of my friends say oh yeah i'm gonna travel when i'm older i'm like Nah, mate, I can't risk that. I'm going to be alive in, at, at 60 and be able to travel. 
I want to get done now. So when I'm at 60, there's no pressure to travel, right? Because you've seen all the places that you want to, or you've been to most of them, right? But yeah, old people love it because they've got so much time, right? And nowadays, yeah, probably a nice little pension it, comes in. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, but a lot of the old people I meet, I mean, old, you know, 70, 80, it's like they don't want to, they don't want to travel because they have their routines. Mm. You know, they, yeah. uh, everything's a bothersome, everything's a headache and I, I, whatever, life's a headache, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's a headache watching TV. <laughs> yeah, no kids. Um, you wish I get, yeah. What's been some of your favorite, um, get some of your travel history quickly. What's some of your favorite states that you've been to in the US? Like, um, I like recommend, Oregon. Recommend a few. Yeah. Yeah. Oregon was nice. Oregon's beautiful. Both yeah. sides. You know, uh, Oregon is on the east side, it's plains. Yes. And grasslands, grasslands and, and flat, yeah. no mountains, no trees, um, which I didn't know until I went there. Mm-hmm. I always thought Oregon was green and lush and pine trees yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Which the, the west side is. And um so I like Oregon. Uh I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I uh Tennessee was nice. I like Tennessee because you get a little of everything there. Yeah. Um and you don't get too cold. Like the, the cold countries I'm I'm not a big fan of of snow. Yeah, where's yeah. the cutoff for cold countries? Like uh for example, like if we were to travel around October, November, right? I'm fully aware that you want to start north of the country and work your way down south, right? Because you don't want to get yeah. caught in the snow or the cold. But where's the cutoff point, do you think? Well, it depends, obviously. I mean, in Colorado... Oh, God. Yeah. You, you got the mountains. And yeah. so... Um, and, and Arizona. If you go to North Arizona in the wintertime, it's snowing there. Oh, wow. Okay. And, uh, you know, Grand Canyon, that whole area will get snow. Oh, right. And you, you can go down to Tucson and still be in the desert in 80 degrees. Mm. Um, mm. Vegas gets cold in the winter. I've been in there. I bet I've been in Vegas yeah. when it snowed. We went in 2020 in January, end of January. That was pretty nippy. It was 10, 12 degrees Celsius, right? Tension yeah. was like, and, and, oh, it snowed every day. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. It? So we've yeah. had snow. You yeah. know, I, I go there every December for the rodeo. Um, it could be, it could be, well, I'm trying to think, in, it could be 30. Yeah, you know Celsius, mm-hmm. or it could be you know five. Wow, and you're like whoa. <laughs> so, um, I don't know the the South though. I like the South. I like Florida was nice, but a little flat, no, no yeah. mountains. Mm. You know, and Texas is really flat. Dallas area, I guess. Yeah. Houston was okay. Um, Oklahoma's eh. <laughs> trying to think. You know, um, Colorado's nice. I like Colorado. So my vision, again, this, I've not been there. Is this is quite country, mountainous, horse riding? Is that no. Colorado? No. So no. If, if if Colorado's a square, yeah, it's cut, cut in half, almost by half by the the Rocky Mountains. Yeah. So okay. the, the, so the west south. side yeah. is all mountains, like you described. It's yeah. Dale and Aspen and mountain. You go east, and it's the plains. That's literally where the plain states start. Okay. So it's a flat grassland. With nothing for hundreds of miles, <laughs> hundreds, like not a hill. Wow! Yeah, US is huge, so isn't it? Yeah, huge place. So it, yeah. that's Denver. If you're in Denver, you look west and you're looking at the Rocky Mountains. You look yeah. east, you're seeing nothing for for four states. Mm. You know. Okay. And that's I didn't expect that. Uh, Wyoming was okay. I like Wyoming, but it's it's cold in the winter. I mean, you know, cold like yeah, negatives. 
Oh, I yeah. get in the negatives. I'm like, man, it's too cold. Yeah, that's why we live in Vancouver. It doesn't quite get to negatives that bad, but um, yeah, everywhere else does in Canada. Yeah, like, they they had um, what you call soccer match, right? But um, I call it football. <laughs> football, yeah, <laughs> football, yeah. Uh, Canada was playing Mexico in their World Cup qualifier in Edmonton yesterday. It was minus fifteen. There's no way the Mexicans are going to love playing in snow in minus fifteen. They lost. No way. <laughs> It's a great yeah, move of course they did. Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 Edmonton that's, play, that's damn near cheating. Yeah. So, so are you? Uh, what, who, who's your team? Uh, I guarantee you won't know them. I'm going to say Ipswich Town is my team. Okay. <laughs> I'm a I'm a Gunner fan. So. Oh, you're an Arsenal, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to watch their game. So I've got a friend here who's from Liverpool, and that's who they play on Saturday, right? So we're going to go watch that game. It'd be a good match. Yeah, it'd be a big cracking match. That. Yeah. 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 It's not that big here, though, football. It's big-ish, but mainly because the expats, you know, British and Irish I, people here. I, I, my kids both played soccer, both my daughters, and then living in L.A., uh, I was here when Beckham, Beckham? Uh, came to the Galaxy. Galaxy. Oh, yeah. And that was huge. I mean, it was like, he was a rock star, you know? Yeah. So he really, and, and then, like, we used to go to the games, it'd be like $8 to go see a Galaxy oh, game. So you cheap. Know? That's crazy. Cheap. And then when, when Beckham came, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 40, yeah. 50, 70 dollars, you know. Because <laughs> they were yeah. basically, I mean, you used to go to a Galaxy game pre Beckham and it was there, there wasn't it wouldn't even sell out. Mm. But so. soccer soccer's weird or football is weird in USA because I get the impression that everyone plays it in school. Like it's one of those yeah. things that, that people play, but not, it's not really taken seriously after that because I guess you go to basketball or American football, yeah. baseball, right? Or hockey. Basketball. Exactly. I think it, uh, it's kind of like uh, music. You know, I, okay. I think in, in England, you play soccer and, and yeah. a lot of the kids want to play soccer. Whereas yeah. here, oh, you, oh, hey, Johnny, do you want, oh, let's try baseball or hey, let's try basketball or let's try this or let's try that. But I think uh, there are certain areas that are, are becoming more soccer heavy. Uh, LA is really, I mean, there's a lot of club teams and mm, yeah. Um, so the, the youth is really, uh, we had one girl that, that played with uh, my daughter was really good friends with my daughter and she ended up playing on a pro team getting drafted and now oh, yeah. coaches. Yeah. The, the women's football is huge in the U S isn't it? I think they're the best country in the world yeah. for it. I think they've always been up, up the top. Yeah. Um, which is yeah. Cool. She was on the, not the, not the national national team, but she was on the U19 national team. Or whatever. Okay. Yeah. yeah, or, yeah, yeah. One of those types. Yeah. And so, I mean, she was trying out, she was going out for the Olympics and doing all that. So. Oh, good on her. Yeah. Yeah. That's a dream of every, not everywhere. Most people in the UK would love to be yeah. like a professional football player. That's a bit of a pipe dream. I remember we, we, when she was a eight or nine, she was always on somebody else's team and she was just different, dude. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, yeah, 10, of course. Yeah. She was just different. Yeah. It's just like, I guess it'd be like watching LeBron. Yes, of course. You know, in high school. In like, Acorn, oh, right? He's already yeah. six, eight, you know, and <laughs> yeah. different. And that's how this girl was. She was just, we would like put three or four girls on her. Yeah. And she would still score. Mm. And you're like, and at 10, mm. she just knew how to dribble and play. And, you know, she just had it. It's weird. Cause I had this conversation with uh, my girlfriend the other day. Cause she was talking about like, why didn't you like make it as a footballer? And I was like, I'll tell you what happened. When I was eight, nine, ten, like your daughter, I was pretty good. I had trials in Nor Norwich City, who in the Premier League, and I was like, every game. I can't really explain it to you. Every game was easy. I could take people on. I can score goals. But then I got to the trial level where they have the best players come and do trials for the club, 
And then for the first yeah. time in my life at eight, nine, ten, I was like, shit, these guys are actually good. And I was yeah. like, oh God, they're better than me. And it, it, I almost lost like like hope. I was like, oh, well, I thought I was the best. And then like there's a hundred kids there that are from the county, right? And they're like, oh, just as yeah. good, if not better than me. And I, I lasted like two weeks, then got kicked out because I wasn't good enough. But since then, I didn't try because I thought, yeah. oh, I'm never going to make I'm it. I'm not good enough. Yeah. But you Dude, know, because these kids are different, right? They're different. I went to, uh, I'll, I'll relate that back to a podcast show, uh, thing. I went to a pot, my first podcast expo. Okay. And yeah. I was probably, I was probably about 110 episodes in. Yeah. You know, and I had some pretty big guests and all that. And I went, I was going, I was like, man, I, I, I still felt like a rookie. I was a hundred episodes in and I'm mm. like, man, I want to learn. And I started going in, I started listening to some of the seminars and some of the people were like, well, you know, it's, it's pretty hard first couple episodes, but now that I'm on my 35th episode I'm, and, and they're the speaker. And I'm like, mm. oh, I've got three times the experience of this guy already, mm. you yeah. know? So it kind of made me go, okay. It, it made me feel like, all right, I'm, I'm doing okay. You yeah. Know? Okay. And because I was like, wow, I'm now I'm taking seminars from people that have less experience than me. I mm -hmm. still learn something from them. Yeah, but of course. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just weird. It's like, oh, mm. like you wanting to talk to me about being on a, po a podcast. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome, man. Oh, but yeah. I'm, ne I never do this. I, I'm always the one. I guess you're always know. hosting, right? I want to get yeah. as much information from anyone as possible who's willing to talk, right? Whether that's yeah. like new countries I've not been to or podcasting or, you know, Lucy would like to travel. Like, I wouldn't. Yeah, you know, I keep it specifically to do with travel, right? I wouldn't get maybe, I don't know, an MP, a politician to talk about cryptocurrency. Like, obviously not. That's not going to happen. But it's going to be super, like related to travel and podcasting. I interviewed. Oh my god, I'm, I'm James. I'm not not you, not you, James. Another James. Um, oh my god, I'll send you. So him and his wife, uh, kind of like you, like like he just likes to travel. Yeah, and so. Uh, he he did the blog and, and he's writing this and that and, he, and dude he got to a point where uh, a, a country an island country in near Thailand okay. called him up and said said will you come to our island and stay here for a month or two we'll pay for it everything <laughs> if but you have to blog while you're here and, yeah. and talk about it yeah because they had gone through a um a, a tsunami uh, okay yeah and and so they wanted to get tourism back so they yeah, reached out to influencers. Yeah, and he, and he wasn't he wasn't like a million. He was, I think, he, I want to say sixty or seventy thousand followers. Oh, wow. on Instagram. Yeah. yeah, which is good, but I mean, it's not a million. Oh no, right? it's not. Yeah, but but to have a, a country reach out to him and then pay for him and his girlfriend, now his wife, uh, go and stay on an island paradise in a resort area for free. Yeah, like they paid for his airfare, his food, and his hotel. Where do I sign up? <laughs> I'm like. You, oh, you want this podcast? You want me podcast for a month about this island? Yeah, I'll, I'll do that for you. Yeah, <laughs> but there are opportunities like that out there. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm yeah. trying to tell you. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how to. I don't know. I'm like you in that sense where I don't know how to broach that yet. But mm. he's there. It's there. I mean, you know, I've I've had some pretty good opportunity offers, and I'm going to start taking them. I think as far as <laughs> you know, private jets. Oh yeah. Uh, oh wow. Yeah. Stuff like that, you know, but I'm like, well, oh, I don't want to take a private jet, you know, I don't know. I mean, I do, but I don't, you know, mm. yeah, yeah, the, the opportunities are endless, right? So, um, I think so, pretty excited about it. it. Yeah. Traveling, I, I mean, you could reach out to hotel chains, you could reach out to you know, smaller, smaller hotels and say, hey, I'd like to come and 
if I can stay and get a, a discount or even something comped, I'll make sure to, to mention it for the for these weeks on my show. Mm. And like, what's it cost them if they're not sold out? Well, yeah, it doesn't cost them too much. Win win, right? Yeah. yeah. The ultimate aim for this podcast is to take on the road. So when we go traveling again, this is this yeah. will be on the road. So I'll be doing like wherever I am, whoever I meet. Come on, let's talk about yep. this, this place in particular. Well, then. Uh, I don't know about ta- it's a tax write off here in the states. Mm. You know, it's yeah. a business expense. You you traveling to Sri Lanka would be a business expense for your podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, so, so if nothing else, it reduces your tax base. Mm. Absolutely. I think that's always been a bit of a pipe dream, but it's it's going to come reality. I'm pretty convinced of it. So, in terms of being away, um, but it's weird. It's a weird thought process because i can sit here now in my apartment right in vancouver call you up yeah. do podcasts but the logistics going to change like i probably can't carry all this equipment with me right because i probably yeah, be like, look into the, and stuff like that look into the uh the zoom six i think it's mm-hmm. a little it's a little handheld and you can plug in your mics and all that oh yeah zoom six, it's yeah. a remote basically and it's it's battery and you can recharge it it's a yeah. n6 or something like that okay I can say, but yeah, that's what you would need. Just yeah. two mics, maybe three. Yeah. Two. And, yeah, maybe three. Uh, and that yeah, li- yeah. It's a little box like this big. Yeah. And it, it records it on an SD card. And you can just plug it into your computer and done. Yeah. That's that, that sort of thing, right? Has to logistically. So it's pretty exciting time. And, and, and all that expense, all the purchasing mm. would, would again be a, a, a tax write off. Yeah, absolutely. A business expense. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to have the money to buy it, but. Oh, it'd be an investment there, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I want to get um, uh, I've got some travel questions to ask you actually, but okay, they're they're yeah. like they're like a quick uh snap, no like, favorite things. But before I do that very quickly, uh, I just want to touch on your international travel. Have you been anywhere, um, internationally that um, Me- Mexico and Canada, yeah, for work, for work, yeah. yeah, and like personally, have you been to not many on, places on vacation or holiday? No, no, nope. Um, Japan. <laughs> Japan is the is the one, right? So that was gonna be our first, yeah. Okay, yeah, Japan. I cannot recommend it enough. Um, I know, man. We were, dude. We we literally were watching every night. We were we were take, uh, learning on YouTube how to speak Japanese, the key words and stuff. Oh God! Just so we cool. could so we could speak a little of the language. It's like uh, I I would awesome. advise that from my experience. Like Japanese are lovely and they'll help you, but they're. Unless they're in business, like or working like in the city, I don't think the general person's gonna know too much English for you. So if you yeah. can learn a bit of Japanese, that would really help. Um these little these yeah, little wonderful yeah. things have translators too. Yeah, they do, yeah. Absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, good luck with that because I'll I'll be keen to follow and see where you go. Uh, we spent a, we spent a month there, so we got yeah. the bullet train pass and just dotted around on the bullet train because they're so fast, right? Um, I know that did we we had it all booked. We'll we'll get back there. Yeah. And if people listen and want to know what episode it's episode 20 that I've done is about Japan. So if you okay. want some if you want some pointers. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. It's only half an hour long, it's a solo episode, but yeah, I talked about Japan. everybody I've talked to, all my guests that have been over to Japan loved it. All of them. Yes. From Todd Eldridge, Meryl Davis, Steve Stevens, they all loved it. Yeah. Like, it's like it's... universal. Everyone said the same thing. Love yeah. love. Um, spoken to weird isn't it that's why we that's why we chose it because we were like we you know both of us want to go to ireland and 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 scotland and london and all that and europe and yeah 
Spain, Portugal. We want to see the French Riviera, Italy. We were looking at a cruise uh, through this, the Mediterranean Sea and go see Spain and Italy and Greece. and mm. so. But we just got to wait for the, the world to open up again. Yeah, it's coming, I think. Not long. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Right, these travel questions. Uh, we're going to yeah. do, do some travel questions and then uh, we'll finish on your podcast, like where to find it and et cetera and stuff like that. It's travel question time. So these are your favorite things that the quick fire. So what's been the favorite beach that you've been to? Ooh. I've been a lot. Um, Maui. Dream. Yeah. I love Maui. Maui. Yeah. Okay. It, it was black sand. Yeah. That's which the one. Was just yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, and then the way the, I'll I'll send you the picture. It, it was like a just a vibrant but blue. It wasn't like it looked surreal. The mm. blue didn't look real. It was like because it was all volcanic rock underneath it. It was cool. Yeah, weirdly, what reminded me of Maui was Iceland. <laughs> Completely different in okay. terms of like, but yeah, but they got the black sand and it's all like yep. volcanic and stuff. Um, same sort of thing, right? Okay, are you a coffee drinker? No. Okay, I was going to say, what, what's your favorite place to drink coffee? If that wouldn't matter to you. Nope. Um, your favorite city that you have been to? Ooh, that's a good question. My favorite city? Mm. Oh, San Diego. Nice. Okay. Um, are you much of a, a trekker or a hiker? If so... Have you got a favorite walk or trek that you do you like to do? Um, not 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 super big, not like you, but uh, Sequoia, Sequoia, and then um, uh, Yosemite here in California. Ah, okay, yeah. I was gonna say where that is, Yosemite. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's a dream place to go, isn't it? That's on my and B- Big Sur's got some great hikes I've, that I've done. Yeah. Big Sur. Um, Oregon has some good hikes that we did along the beach and all that, because like the pine trees go right down to the ocean, mm. you know, kind of like. So it's that was beautiful. If you go to Japan, are you going to climb Mount Fuji? No. No, not on your list? Okay. No. We, 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 no. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. It's not too bad, but it's, it's still a bit of a trek up. Um, okay, what's been your favorite landmark that you've been to? Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Okay. Easy. Uh, this is not based on where you've been, but based in general. What's your favorite cuisine or type of food? Ooh. It's a question because um, obviously people travel those places, right? So but yeah, America has it all. Uh, the, I thought I had had good sushi here in California until I went to Hawaii. Ah, uh, and okay. ate, yeah. ate ate sushi that they caught that day. <laughs> like the, yeah. the the tuna they had caught that day. Yeah, that was phenomenal. Um, Las Vegas has a lot of good food, actually. Yeah, I yeah, spent a lot of time in Las Vegas, and they have a lot of great. Re- I mean, restaurants where you just go, "Oh, that was good." Is like that like station? Is that outside of the strip? You mean because obviously we just went to the strip, right? And just well, you down. on the strip, and some if you go to the hotels, uh, they have the, the the fast food places, but then they have the high end places. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Wolfgang Pucks and Spagos, and mm. they they have some phenomenal steakhouses. Mm. Okay. Um, in, in most of the big casinos, even uh, there's a place called Crustacean here in, in Beverly Hills. They do a, a crab thing that's f- just 
phenomenal great station okay yeah. beverly hills i think we're going to visit there so yeah well you're, well, you're you you got to hit me up when you come in i'll give you the yeah tour. yeah yeah i'll give, I'll give you, you the, oh, that'd be awesome yeah. i'll give you this i'll give you the celebrity tour are you just quickly this is the off record question are you a basketball fan am i what basketball is that is that your sport um no well no. All, all sports i mean uh football american football oh, that's, I, okay. I, I, I i grew up playing football so yeah i don't watch too much of it anymore i still do but not as much i don't mm. um beach volleyball i like because i know i met some of the volleyball players and interviewed some of them on my show yeah, yeah. i think volleyball players is way over underrated for for how much travel they do oh really it's I phenomenal would, I, it's I wouldn't phenomenal. have an idea oh wow it's phenomenal how much they travel and I'm talking Greece, you know, mm. Russia, Japan, Italy, uh, Brazil. They're, I mean, they're traveling all the time. Oh, wow. I wouldn't even think. Here's a, here's a crazy fact about volleyball, right? This place behind me in, in Nepal, yeah. that's a national sport, volleyball. Yeah. We couldn't believe it when the local told us that. We're like, surely it's cricket. He's like, no, it's volleyball. You know, what they're, you know what they're doing in Italy? When I say Italy, I'm talking in the mountains. They're playing snow volleyball. Oh, <laughs> As in, like, you pick a snowball up and throw it? Or... <laughs> no, no. It's no. volleyball, but in the yeah. snow. That's, and uh, yeah, they're yeah. trying to make it a, a winter Olympic sport. Oh, okay. That's got different... Um, I'm not a volleyball expert by no means. I'm, I'm not going to claim to yeah. or anything, but jumping in sand and jumping in snow, that's going to have a different type of technique. Totally different. For your legs yeah. and stuff, right? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And, and, you know, you go from wearing literally a pair of shorts and no top to wearing clothes. Yeah. yeah ski jackets yeah, and stuff right? yeah yeah it's crazy be quite i never saw that though yeah <laughs> it was pretty cool though um so yeah I, I like watching basketball i I've met you know living where i live i've just going down to the grocery store i've met a couple of the lakers at that shop here and oh, you yeah. know yeah they they close but it's kind of, you know you see paul gasol he's seven foot tall yeah he's huge right like, paul gasol. Yeah. yeah i saw him his mom's like six four six five bloody hell and uh because we were in the in the grocery store and I'm walking by, I'm like, oh my god, that's because he's just standing. Yeah, you see anybody that's seven feet tall, and then uh, we got in line and there was this woman and she was probably in her sixties at the time, maybe maybe fifty. Sorry, mom. <laughs> and uh, but she was like six five, six six, and I'm like, and then Paul Powell comes up and I'm like, oh okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, I'm 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 massively into basketball, but. I, being from the UK, not it's not that big. Like it's it's rare to find someone who's into it as much probably as I am. Uh, there's a few people that I know like at home, but it's quite rare. It's just not a thing on our radar really. It's just football and yeah, rugby it's, really. It's like it's, it's like soccer here. I mean, mm. I, I I definitely the 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 best soccer fans I I know are people for, that were born and raised in England. Okay, this is a bit it's a bit of religion, right? It's a bit crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've seen some stuff at a football game that you wouldn't believe, but like in terms of like crowd trouble and people fighting and stuff well, like that. But... Football fans are the same way, right? It's like me, it's me, like meeting a Chelsea fan and then saying you're a Gunner fan. You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I used yeah. to like you. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's because it's tribal in UK. It's very tribal. Yeah, so Manchester and Liverpool. Manchester and Liverpool is twenty miles Man- apart. Man-, Man City versus Manchester, and yeah, yeah, it's all about the areas, right? So Man City is the working yeah. class club. So they don't, yeah. they're supposed to be in a city, right? That's why the ground was in the city. But Manchester United is outside. It's like on the outskirts. The, the suburbs, yeah. Suburbs, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the, 
Flavie, but the, the Manchester United Liverpool ones totally like they Crazy. they wouldn't mix. They'd be like march down from the <laughs> the train station down to the ground. Yeah. Well, I like I like how they have the dividing the the dividing gates. Yeah. In, in the arenas, they don't even let you want to cross. Oh God, no. <laughs> yeah. No chance. Um. In, yeah. but weirdly, in London, though, for Arsenal, so if Arsenal and Chelsea played, you can't police it because London's so big. So you've got Arsenal fans that probably live in West London, where Chelsea is, right? And vice versa, Chelsea fans yeah. live in North London. You can't segregate. So I guess it's a bit... But it's red versus blue, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they do mix. There you go. Anyway. Some, some of the football teams are like the Oakland, the Oakland, or excuse me, the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. <coughs> are the same way. Their fans are bonkers. Okay. <laughs> They're crazy. Yeah. So I like that. Um, you've got a few more questions. Yeah, yeah. Um, apart from the USA, where you live, if you were to think of a country you'd like to live in, what country would that be? Uh, my wife wants us to move to Japan, but I think that'd be a stretch because of the language barrier. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of New Zealand. Yeah, I did live there for a year. I would recommend it. Uh, there you go. Yeah. I mean, I've never been place. there. But yeah, my daughter went and visited. She had a school friend that, that, that was from there. Yeah. And uh, she went and stayed, and I saw the pictures, and you know, it just seems kind of chill. It's so for being from, from near LA, where you're from, you've been for a shock. There's no one there. It's yeah. like four million people, right, for the whole country. So I know you're going to do a road trip. You're not going to see anyone for for hours sometimes, you know. Uh, but the scenery yeah, is incredible. What, that's like uh, uh, Japan. I think we'd be good in Tokyo because there's so many people. Yeah, yeah, you'd be fine there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We went from. The pool to Japan or vice versa, completely different uh, vibes and different people, right? In terms of like the volume of it, but see, you know, it's interesting because we now look. My wife and I, we look at things in the sense of where do we want to retire? Okay, you know, right. So we maybe we don't want the Tokyo fast life, you know. Maybe not. Yeah, you know. So maybe Auckland or, or Melbourne or if if you know if we were to move anywhere, mm. you know. You kind of look at things like, okay, well, it's, it's a big town. It's got, you know, but it's not L.A. You know, I'm not... Yeah. That is huge, though. I mean, most places you're going to go to is going to be smaller, right? Um, Every place of... will be smaller. Yeah, pretty I mean, much. You right? know, like New York City is it has more people, but it's more compact. Yeah. yeah. You know, L.A., I, I can drive from my house and drive at least 50 miles and not 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 be in a city. That's, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think because fifth mile north, yeah, I'd be in Santa Maria. So I mean, it's solid cities from in any direction. Yeah, you know, fifty miles around, 50 miles. at least. You know, if I go south, it'll be ninety miles before I I hit open space. And the only open space is uh, 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 a marine era, uh, military base. Okay, right. That's so the you, only you keep... break. If you keep going south, you get to San Diego, right? Hit the border, yeah. surely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's so, crazy. You go 50 miles east here, you've got nothing yeah. <laughs> for hours and hours. It takes eight I hours. I try to explain to, to people. I, I, like, you go to Denver, if you drive 20 miles in any direction, you're out in the middle of nowhere. Hmm. Almost yeah. virtually. I mean, if you're from downtown, if you drive 20 miles east, you're you're in the plains. Like, you're looking at nothing. Hmm. You know, south, you probably go about 30 or 40 miles south because they're, they're built out, you know, suburbs. Mm. But So do you find it crazy, man. like for England, for example, right? 
you go 20 miles, you've got next city, right? It's 20 miles, 20 miles, next city, next city. But they're different. They're not the same. That's, I even look back at my own country and go, wow, like if I went from my hometown of Norwich to 20, well, be more than 20 miles, but 40 miles, it's Cambridge. I'm like, oh, yeah, Cambridge, the university is all different, right? Another yeah. 40 miles, you're into London. It's like, oh, bloody hell, like, it's all different. It's all close compared to USA, right? Because it's such a yeah. vast country and Canada. Yeah. Well, you know, when you drive, like I, I was in Las Vegas last weekend, it's a 300-mile drive. And once okay. you get out of L.A. proper, you're in the desert. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, the desert. Like, there's yeah. nothing. The Mojave Desert, there's nothing out there. <laughs> you go to Barstow, and it's uh, 70 miles out, and then you got another 50 miles to Baker, and then 40 miles to the state line. Anyway, and there's nothing in between. Mm. Nothing. Fast, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it, when you live here in L.A. or Vancouver, I would imagine if you're downtown or Seattle, you know, you feel like there's just people everywhere. Yeah. But boy, you just drive, drive two hours east and you're in the desert. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of weird. But that can't happen at home because they've been of a city. It's too small and it's too old, yeah. right? It's been going, yeah. growing for years and years, decades and decades and centuries, right? It's always yeah. like UK. Going back home to Norwich, right? So it's, I'm from a small city. It's, it's probably 130,000 people, maybe a metropolitan yeah. area is 200,000 people. But that's busier than here where it's 5 million people because it's so condensed. And it's like right. people are just everywhere all the time because it's so small. Like I can drive yeah, four hours here and go east, like you're saying. I'd be in the middle of nowhere. No one yeah. to be seen. But UK doesn't really happen. There's always someone there. I haven't been there. <laughs> I, that's, I, that's, that's why I'd like to visit, you know, England and, yeah. and, and Ireland and Scotland and all that, Wales. One bit of advice, just don't stick to London. Yeah. I, I get really annoyed people go, oh, yeah, I've been to England. Oh, where have you been? London. I'm like, oh, okay. It's like, it's a generic, right? You, of course, you're going to land there yeah. and check out a few days, yeah. but try and get out of, go north or go go southwest or something. Well, that's like if you if you come to LA, right? Like you're going to mm. come in March, you know, and you're going to say, oh, I went to California. Well, you know, well, California yeah. is a thousand miles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's I know, li- yeah. literally a thousand miles from top to bottom. Yeah. 40 million people in the state. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, we we have more people in California than in the country of Canada. Yeah, crazy, right? By like three million people. Isn't California the fifth largest um, economy in the world? Yeah, yeah, yeah on its own. So and we have everything that 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 makes up. So we have farmlands, we have yeah. ranchers all throughout Central California. We have the coast, we have mountains, we have snow. Yeah. Mm. You know, we have Yosemite and hiking and all that stuff, yeah. and we have the desert. It's just the West Coast is. I was saying to my friend, he's actually in LA now, actually with work. He's he's a journalist or editor of a of a magazine, but he loves LA. He's like, I just love the West Coast. I'm like, I think the West yeah. Coast is one of the best areas in the world. It's just I, I agree. San Diego. The negative is the taxes, and of uh, course, yeah. But then that comes with like um, social programs, right? Healthcare. And wait, stuff wait, like do, that. wait, do you see how much the homes cost down here? Yeah, because ah, everybody okay. everybody likes being here. Yeah, of course. So. Yeah. It, it it's i think i feel sad for the people that that pay the the premium to live here but then don't experience it mm, like they true. don't they don't go to the beach they don't go to the mountains they they just go to work you know and then they yeah. go home and they work around their house all all weekend and then they go back to work yeah yeah like, well, you you could literally do that anywhere yeah like you could literally work and have a house anywhere cuz you could so you could travel in california for like 3 months right and you'd be yeah. 
yeah. more stuff you'd not even seen after that. So yeah. it's a crazy place. There was a show, um, kind of my, 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 not my hero, but someone I looked up to is uh, Huel Hauser. Okay. And he, he did a show called California Gold. And he wanted to, to do a, a, basically a, a show about all the things of California that he loved. Mm. And so what he did, this is back in the day, in the 80s probably, early 80s, he went out and started recording. He had a cameraman and an audio guy and him, and they mm -hmm. would just show up. Hi, I'm Huel Hauser, and today we're at the, at the San Marino race grounds, and we're going to go ahead and see what we can find here. And he would just start walking around and talking to people that work there and all that. And then he took those shows and went to PBS, our public channel, Mm -hmm. And and said I'd like to, you know do you guys want to put this on your TV, on your sh on your channel? And mm -hmm. he's like they're like no. <laughs> so he ended up selling it and he became really famous. Wow. Yeah. And, and but but so he would just go around. Hi, I'm Huel Hauser. <laughs> Today we're in San Diego, but we're not at the we're out here at the Borrego Springs, the hot springs, and and he would just show you all the things that you would miss if you just drove by it. Mm. Like nowadays, no, I, the, the equivalent would be traveling without a phone, right? Just go there and see what yeah. you can find and don't record it. Just uh, Or maybe record it, but don't use your phone to pick somewhere for you, right? You just take see, a street or take a place. Like, like I'm going to Vegas, right? So I looked up all the things that, yeah. that I could do in Vegas that, that don't require gambling. Because I okay. go to Vegas every year, right, yeah. for work. I'm going to go indoor. I got, I got indoor skydiving, rock wall, top golf, gun range, the Eiffel Tower, uh, yeah. the stratosphere, jumping off the stratosphere, um, Rich Little, um, some bands I want to see that are going to be performing because I looked mm -hmm. it all up. And and then we're going to go see the uh, the Beatles show, the Love show. At the, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we want to see, I want to experience, everyone can just go there and gamble. Yeah. You know? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And uh, so I, I wanted to, look, so that's why I use Google for. I look up and go, what are the things I can do that I it's have not to usual because right? I work all day long. Mm. So there has to be things I can do at night. So mm. there are some things I want to do, but I can't, you know, they're daytime stuff. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a great list you got there, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, we saw we saw a band there as well. In the oh, what's the one at the end? At the end of the top, top end of the strip, that's the big host, Mandalay. Um, oh yeah. yeah, we saw someone there. That's decent there, but yeah, because everyone thinks it is gambling place. Of course, you will probably dabble, but I mean, sports. For example, if you love if you love your sport, Vegas has got it all now, right? It's got the football. Yeah, I mean, basketball's coming to Vegas, I think soon. UFC, UFC, yeah. Yeah, got the e-sports. E like, there's a random, there's an e-sport arena where I guess people game and do sports. Oh there. man, see, I would like to check that out. I wouldn't play it, but I would like yeah, to see I, it. I have no idea what it, what it even entails, yeah. but let's go yeah. check it out. Yeah crazy place um i'm trying to convince my friends to come over but we'll see we'll see if that happens or not i'm gonna write that down real quick on my list yeah esports it's next to the mandalay right yeah i i i'll be working at the mandalay bay so. oh okay yeah loved it there yeah um, we stay at the mgm but we were I'll, I'll run the mandalay bay booth okay nice um uh, mgm is quite close to it right it's just over there it's, sort of, it's walkable sort of but walkable, it's pretty, yeah it's, yeah it's walkable when you're drunk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, another question. Yes, sir. That's uh, last question. Uh, if you were to advise someone, quite a good question for you, why they should travel, what would your, you know, a few sentences, what would, what would it be to 
you know, give them a bit of advice that they should hop on a plane or hop on a, in their car and go and travel somewhere different. Why should they do it? Because you might not be able to do it tomorrow. There's no, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, both my parents are have passed on. Mm. Uh, my, my father-in-law has passed on. I've had some friends from high school that have passed on, you know, you get right. your fifties. Yeah. And I think when you're in your twenties and your thirties, you always say, and I, cause it, I always said, I want, I don't want to presume what other people say. Mm. I always said, I'll do that when I get older. I'll yeah. do that. It's true. And I have friends that have passed on and they don't get to go to Japan. They don't get to go and travel. They don't get to see the things that I, so now it makes me go, I got to get it done. Because you don't know, you're not, you're not, you're not guaranteed tomorrow. COVID, okay. if anything, has taught you. Mm. You know, a lot of people have passed away from COVID. Oh, My best friend from high school died from COVID. So, <laughs> you know, at fifty three, you know, yeah. so you sit and you go. There's no guarantee. So, if you want to see Nepal, make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. I I yeah. cannot agree more. <laughs> um, this this yeah. mantra of doing it when you're later, I I can't believe people have that mentality because. How on earth can you guarantee you'll be there doing it? Like, well, the, the food, the people, um, the culture. If you know, I, I feel blessed where I live. I, you know, I'm in Los Angeles, California. Like people, yeah. I live in in a place where people spend, save up their their years' money to come visit. Yeah, literally, right? I mean, so I don't take it for granted living here. So we 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 go to the beach. Mm -hmm. You know. We try to go once a week at least. You know, sometimes we're th th two or three times. You know, riding our bikes on the strand, roller skating. What you know, we I took my daughters. We went to dinner la last week and we went down on the water. We mm. because I won't be able to do that anywhere else in the world. No, absolutely. You know? Yeah. So, t why to travel? Why not? I mean, man, look at the look at the view behind you, right? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, it's it's five days of trekking. Yeah, I mean, I mean, who who doesn't want to see that? Yeah, uh, exactly. That's um, obviously Mount Annapurna there, which is over eight thousand meters tall. The one to the right. I mean, you're never going to climb it because it's too high, right? Unless no. you're a professional mount mountaineer. But why would you want to see that in in sunrise in the morning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when I went to because um, I live on the west coast, right? So I, I get the sunsets over the water. Yeah, I went to uh, 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 Corpus Christi in Galveston. Texas, which is on the on the bay, in the okay. Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, and I said I wanted to take some pictures and all that. My daughter's like, "Well, go see the sunrise," because the sunrise comes up over the water. Oh, nice. Yeah, and uh, so I woke up super early. You know, like five in the morning. It's pitch black. I'm mm. driving around a town I've never been to, but I at least had my phone. Uh, and I just started looking for good spots, and I got some shots of the sun coming up over the oil rigs out in the water and all that. It's just dream. Yeah. So like what? I'll do yeah. that. Like when I, when I traveled to places, I drove probably two hundred fifty to three hundred miles out of the way to go see Mount Rushmore. Mm. That's because worth it. I, I, yeah. I, I was working in North Dakota. I flew yeah. into Bismarck. I was working in uh, in Dickinson, which is on the uh, west side of this North Dakota. But I drove down and took the extra day. Spent mm. the, spent the night. Saw Mount Rushmore. Saw saw a Crazy Horse. And then drove up through Sturgis, and I'll now I'll probably never go back to North Dakota again. You know, so yeah, yeah that's true. See I mean, why you get there? There's so many places to go to, right? So I, I tell you, nothing yeah. annoys me actually <laughs> while we're here. 
people who I know back at home, they go to the same place every year. I'm like, yeah, I get it. You're going away, which is better than nothing, but go somewhere place. different. Yeah, same yeah. place. I'm going to Ibiza. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to stay at the same hotel and go to the same place and party for five days. I'm like, go somewhere else. Go to Thailand and party. It'd, it'd be great. I'd look at, you know, everyone's like, like I've been to Hawaii several times now uh, for personal and then for work. Mm. And I, I like Hawaii, yeah. but I, I wouldn't go there for vacation anymore. No, of course not. Yeah. You know, I've seen, I've seen five of the islands. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. You know, like I said, going for work is a little different, you know? Mm, of course. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So let's go to Japan. Let's go to Thailand. Let's mm. go to Hong Kong. Let's go to Malaysia. Let's go to New Zealand. Yeah, let's go anywhere. You know, Cancun, yeah. let's go, you know, my wife, my wife wants to uh, go through the Panama Canal. She wants to take a cruise ship. And oh go yeah, through the Panama do, Canal. Do that. Yeah, that's a that's a bucket list thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I want to see Alaska. So. Oh yeah, the last frontier. Yeah. So, yeah. What do I want to go to Alaska every year? No. <laughs> no, it's yeah. too cold. <laughs> too cold. But, yeah. <laughs> but I want to see it. I want to experience it. Yeah, that's what we're doing yeah. uh, for Christmas. We're up to, we're going up to Yukon. Yeah, which, is, which is on the border of, of Alaska, right? In, in Canada. Yeah, yeah. We're going to see Northern Lights just because it's going to be like minus 15 degrees, snow, six hours of daylight. But it's an experience. I don't mind visiting. I just don't want to live there. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to live there, right? Yeah. You know, I don't, I, the Northern Lights, I, had, I met a photographer in Hawaii on the Big Island. And um, he's a professional photographer, lives in Hawaii, takes pictures of the, of the volcanoes and all that. Mm. But then he goes to the Northern Lights every year. Every year. Oh, okay. Every year. And, and, I'm like, Tim, it's kind of a dream job, right? It's like he gets yeah. to write off his trip. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think it's in Sweden he goes to or somewhere yeah. up there. Yeah. And um, yeah, so he gets to go see the Northern Lights and he takes pictures and then he comes back and sells them. And <laughs> yeah, that's, you know. that's a dream. <laughs> I told him the other day about Emma about being a photographer. Like they just travel the world, take photos, sell them. So, oh, I can't think of anything better. There's a guy, uh, I'll send you his link, uh, Adam Jackson. I interviewed him mm. and uh, he, 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 I got, I think he had 40,000 followers when I, when I first met him yeah. and I just loved his photos. Right. Yeah. Um, Adam let Jackson. me look, I haven't, I haven't looked him up now. Let's see where he's at. He now has 195,000 followers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and he's doing professional photography. Yeah. And he, it all started when he bought a camera, he had a guitar store. And he didn't like the photos of the guitars that he would oh, get okay. from the manufacturers. Yeah. yeah. So he bought a camera to take photos of the guitars. And then he would travel and take photos, the camera with them. And then he got a new camera and mm -hmm. then it became a hobby. Yeah. And then he, he started doing Lightroom and all that. And now you look at the stuff he does now and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, phenomenal photos. And, yeah. Uh, but now he does it professionally. Yeah. If you want, if you want, I guess the attitude is if you want it enough, you'll do it, right? So, I, yeah, I fully if, know that I need to buy a camera. I just need to do it. Simple I look, yeah. Yeah. Gary V's famous saying goes: "You didn't know how to drive a car, but you wanted to drive so bad you learned how to do it." Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, if you want to be a professional uh, podcaster, if you really want to do it, you'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. If you want to become a photographer or mm. learn Japanese, if you want it bad enough, you'll figure it out. I'm a fan believer that. If you have the attitude and you keep going, yeah, uh, you'll get somewhere. Don't quit. So many people quit and just give up. Yeah. But yeah. Um, 
that's why I do solo episodes, right? Just in case I don't get guests, I'm happy to go and do a solo one just to keep sure. it going every week, right? To make sure every Monday that someone knows that oh, there's a new episode there. Unless I make an announcement. Oh, there, there, dude, there were was, there was a couple, I mean, especially in the first year, there were some weeks I didn't have a guest. Mm. And uh, uh, and there were, there were times where I'm like, hey, man, what do you do? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, want to do, you want to be on my show? And I'm like, yeah. yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. When you want to do it, I go, how about now? Because <laughs> I have to put an episode out tomorrow. So, yeah. I definitely had some of those. Yeah, I had it uh, this, this weekend that happened. My friend Rachel came on. She lives in New Zealand, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, she does in Wellington, but I was like, "Oh, do you fancy doing a second one?" Because I've been kind of blown out a little bit. Like, oh yeah, I'll come on. Yeah, it's a bit, a bit, a bit of a, like an improv episode where we didn't really have too much of That's a base. We just kind of like riffed off each other a little bit and told some stories and traveling. But it got it got you more time uh, used to to hearing yourself and doing the show and yeah, yeah. So it's repetition. Yeah, repetition. You know. That's the key, right? Uh, routine as the doctor. Doctor, I said, right? It's all about routine. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Angel, Angel Iskovich. Yeah, he's yeah, a he's good guy. guy. He's he's a super nice guy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to speaking to him next week. Actually, that's the next episode yeah. after yours. So, yeah, I've got some questions for him. <laughs> um, but talking to podcast, your podcast. Can you tell people where can we find you? Um, yeah. What's your? How often do you release an episode? And and what's coming up basically. I, I, I usually do at least one episode a week. And like I said, I've had some times where I've done two. Uh, I'm taking this week off just because I'm trying, I'm, I'm going to do something different with the episode coming up. So okay. I'll watch out for that. Time to figure it out. Yeah. And, uh, I, but I, I won't do any through uh, the holidays now. Like I, I've got, I pretty much done for the year, I think. I've got three in the can and okay. I got one more, one more potential that yeah. I'd really like to have happen. But, um, yeah, man. So one, one week, uh, the travel wins dot com is my website. Uh, it has all my episodes on it. Uh, yeah. It's on Apple, Spotify. I think it's on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Alexa, iHeartRadio. Yeah, uh, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on uh, Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Yeah, I, I just oh, talked yeah, about media, my, yeah. Yeah. my web designer, and he said I'm getting more more traction from Instagram right now still, which is he said it's odd. That's my go-to, I think. My social media, yeah. that's what I feel most comfortable with at the minute. Me too. Uh, I'm thinking of Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Yeah, I'm getting I, into I've TikTok, got TikTok, but I don't do much with TikTok. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a young person's one that I know. I'm, I'm trying I, to get I don't have to the, I don't have the boobs for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just don't. Yeah, same. Well, I've got some, actually. I, I could get them out, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't know. If it, uh, whatever. I'm not going to judge. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, Instagram. Is that just because you? I think that's just... where I got started. Yeah, you got quite a few followers. Yeah, you got twenty, twenty-two thousand, something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I saw yesterday or today. And and, and so, but yeah, my, so my web designer saying I'm still getting because he he tracks all my stuff. I like yeah. I didn't have a website like for a year and a half, and finally my daughter's like, you should really have a website. I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay. So I so I had her help me design the website. Yeah. I did the first one. And uh, I finally hired somebody to do a professional one. I was like, it was just the bigger, the more episodes I had, I was having problems with space and yeah, the size. Yeah. And uh, and so I went to a guy and it just worked out, man. I was like, I'm literally on online trying to find web designers and all that. Yeah. And then it was a, a national, it was like a Fiverr type thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the guy lives like eight miles away from me. <laughs> 
Yeah. And uh, and so he 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 did my website, and so he helps me out. I still do all, I do all the entry every week. Okay. But yeah. As far as like the the structure, he sets it all that up. Okay. But he was he was one that told me I'm still getting a lot of traction from Instagram. So. All right. Yeah. I, I just set one up myself actually. Yeah. I just went. I kind of done it before. So, but I think it gets to a point where that's good to start with. But like you say, when you yeah when you want to go to the next level, I think you probably need a professional to design one and have set one up. Well, and it gets to, uh, you start thinking like, like, I don't want to be an auto engineer. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like I want to know the basics and like, so I have a friend that uh, he did a couple episodes for me, but I just don't have the money for it. But, uh, it was nice being able to send it to him and he would mm. just, it would come back in a file and I'm done. It's like, whoo. Yeah. 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 And social media I, as well. I guess that people employ social yeah. media experts or marketing, I guess, and they, they do that for them. Right. So. that's a weird thing too like I've, I've reached out to a couple of celebrities and like they're like um you need to email them directly this is their social media manager mm, you know, yeah so we don't, we don't have direct access to them yeah i'm like oh shit, that's kind of weird <laughs> yeah you yeah know? i think i'd always have control of my own social media but you never know if it gets you too never much. know my friend <laughs> yeah okay you never know pete thanks for coming on i really appreciate that it's been a great talk absolutely james yeah um this will be released on monday so that will be monday what date we're on now 18th so whatever that monday is 22nd okay. um which means nothing on this podcast because they would have downloaded it already but um i'm just saying <laughs> <you ready. laughs> yeah no, so, i appreciate uh, it yeah um it's been great to talk about some travel and your podcast and stuff and like i said on. man when, when you come down i'll, I'll give you the the, uh, the nickel tour march 5th that's the weekend so uh you can put that in your diary and i'll hit you up done nice i'll put it in there Thanks, awesome. thanks and, so this much, is, man. and this will be the first one on youtube i'm gonna do it this is going on youtube there uh, you go there you go your first. first yeah there you go uh, it, it, my, my my good friend hunter cure was my first episode right yeah. he's a he's a two-time world champ cowboy he's literally a, a professional cowboy wow okay. um and i didn't i haven't listened to the episode since i didn't edit it there was yeah. no audio editing because i didn't know i just recorded it and then put it up yeah and uh, I haven't listened to it since, but it's still one of my top 10. Because when you go to my show, you know, if you look up the podcast, they hit the first episode a lot of times. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's the same with mine, actually. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, like, God, Spotify, that's so, so bad. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I didn't yeah. edit it at all. Yeah. So, whatever. Oh, nice. Well, let's so, hope that happens so, with me. Yeah. I know. I'll be the first on your YouTube. So, I'll, yeah, yeah. hopefully, I'll come up. Yeah, I'll do some. I won't do some editing. I'll do some, like, yeah, yeah. promotion of my own podcast and like put it on with the video but yeah this will be it yeah. so Brilliant. yeah awesome thanks so much cool man cool okay talk to you soon yeah catch you soon thanks james bye thank you for listening to my winger net podcast today you can check out my website jameshammond.org for all the links to all the platforms for your podcasts including apple podcasts google and spotify there's a contact form on the homepage for you to get in contact for anything you want me to discuss to do with traveling don't forget to check out my instagram page james hammond travel where i post daily about my last 10 years of traveling traveling and more traveling finally please rate the podcast i really appreciate it if you can rate it leave some comments and i'd love to read them stay safe happy listening happy reading and be inspired